Cushion my ideas I stay calm like stepping on pins and needles I should be lemon balls Resurrect John and the Beatles I think my sanity's been trapped in a cell I've been rolling in the deep On the search for Adele uh, Half of them telling truth Most of them frail Face forward single five Cause I expect you to fail It's the cornerstone I got them running like the pizza man in Home Alone My chick bad, real bad Look like Nia alone. Y'all mac into a sister on the speakerphone She ain't got a wave, only leave her home I'm just Feeling in my basement Pictures in the air, niggas blocking the stairs My mind's racing We having a basement party, everybody is Hey, we'll pull a neck in the wrist It ain't gonna be a basement party Only niggas on the stick Hey, we don't get him out of here Yeah, we done making only give credit where it's needed right. dealing with some shit Probably wouldn't believe it What they tell me I'll be bobbing and weaving Weaving Fuck the dummies You have nothing for me This the skill You probably got lucky Mine on the fame Mine on the money I wanna roll in paper like a mummy Up day and night Kick, 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 cutty, cutty Chillin' in the basement Please don't disturb me Inhaling trees Like Kirby Zoning out the world Working, working I'm just chillin' in my basement Pictures in the air Niggas blockin' the stairs My mind's racing. We having a basement party, everybody is. Table full of neck in the wrist. It ain't gonna be a basement party. Only niggas on the stick. Hey, you ain't gonna get out of here. We having a basement party. She giggling till I'm spinning. Hey, gonna be a basement party. Niggas blocking the stairs. I'm just chilling in my basement. In the air, niggas blocking the stairs, my mind's racing. I'm just chilling in my basement. Pictures in the air, niggas blocking the stairs, my mind's racing. Here at Dirty Basement Radio, we back in the building once again. All right, chilling in the basement. Big shout out to the the good folks that I put that song together for me. I haven't put that, uh, I haven't played that joint in a minute to set off the show. Man, New York City is in the freezer right now. We are freezing right now. This temperature dip, winter has decided to show up right here in the beginning of February. Now, we've been having a pretty mild winter up to this point, so we really can't complain but so much, but we complaining, we complaining. It's like around 20 degrees right now in New York City. So for all my good folks, it's a, you know, country, maybe you, you know what I'm saying, in a much warmer climate, you know what I'm saying? Well, congratulations. <laughs> I'm jealous right now. All right, we're going to make it through, you know what I'm saying? It's a New York City thing. It's the East Coast thing. We're used to this kind of, kind of, kind of weather, you know what I'm saying? It's not like when I was growing up, we used to have weather like this. It used to be freezing cold all the time. Like I said, it's been a pretty mild winter 
you know, I guess you could attribute that to, you know, uh, climate change, the global warming, or whatever you want to call it. But um, I need a little bit of global warming right now. I'll tell you that. All right, global warming needs to come in full effect right about now and uh, kick it up about another 30, 40 degrees, and, you know, we'd be all right. We'd be all right. But we're going to heat it up right here on Dirty Basin Radio. You know, I got the hottest independent music, the best, you know what I mean? So, big shout out to everybody who came through last week's show. We had a fantastic show. Very, very important show as we, you know, discuss the uh, Tyrese Nichols case and uh, uh, the uh, uh, police culture, you know, black cops and police culture. You know, some people may have, uh, you know, uh, been taken aback by some of the statements. Some people may have uh, taken umbrage with some of the things that I said, but I stand on all of it. All right. And um, this is a, a direct indictment of police culture. You know what I'm saying? This if this wasn't a part of of just the, the 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 DNA of the organization, then you know we wouldn't see these uh, kind of uh, continuous things go on. I see one of my good folks in the building early. Let me get them connected right now, right now, right now, right now. Hey, what's going on with you? What's going on? Spicy in Spicy. the building. I'm off of work. I'm still traveling. And I, I'm sitting down and saying, you know what? Let me go home. I had to come to Dirty Basement Radio. Okay, okay, okay. So you on the road right now? No, I'm done with being on the road. I'm done with my hours for this week. And I'm sitting down at home coming to the Dirty Basement Radio. Fine. All right, that's, all right, that's what it is. You got your feet propped up, taking it easy for a little while, uh, coming in early to check out and enjoy the show. We always appreciate uh, your support. Now, I know you got some um, – I, I know you have some things, you know, on the, uh, you know, on the horizon. Do you have a, are you have any update for us? Oh, I will be performing. Well, I guess I already said this a lot. I will be performing in the um, Super Bowl coming February the 12th. I am not going to be on the main stage with uh, Rihanna, but I am on the stage out there for a Super Bowl, and we turning up, we turning up. Uh, if you come in, um, I hope y'all come to turn up with me. All right, that's all I got. Okay, all right, all right. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm definitely gonna be looking for some footage. I'm gonna be looking for some pictures. You know what I'm saying? Gonna be looking for a lot of things. I'm definitely uh, uh, uh you know, if we won't be able to, you know, catch a glimpse for you, you know, a glimpse of you, you know, during the whole the media festivities and everything that's gonna be going on, then we definitely wanna be able to see what did go on after the fact. So you make sure you got those cameras rolling. Yes, there will be a live today for Too Hot Radio. If you come to, um, at 4 o'clock today, Too Hot, oh, 4 o'clock, 4 o'clock, I'm late. They they advertise today on the, um, Instagram about it. Okay, okay, now, is it going to be an outdoor event or is it going to be, uh, uh, indoor? My event is outdoor. Okay. All right, we got the outdoor stage going on. All right, it's going to be a, sound like it's going to be a real. They got me on Tuesday, actually. I got, I got, uh, sincere, I got another thing to tell. They, they invited me to uh, perform with Rock Nation, but it's like a private performance. They are giving artists that are performing already a chance to go in front of Rock Nation. Okay, that's hot. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. Congratulations on all your success. Like I said, we're looking forward to uh, seeing 
uh, everything after the fact. So I definitely be uh, uh, looking for the uh, uh, posting on the social media. You know what I'm saying? I know your page is going to have a whole lot of, you know, stuff to, uh, you know, commemorate the goings on of a Super Bowl weekend. Super Bowl is February the 12th. You know what I'm saying? I got some things going on myself. I'm scheduled to be in Delaware February the 11th. We have a a pre-Valentine's Day jump off. Me and my man DJ J. Black. All right, so all my folks in the Delaware area, in the Dover area, I know y'all seen the promotions down there in the street. Make sure that y'all come out and rock with us. And, you know, we didn't realize at the time that the Super Bowl is February the 12th. So we're probably going to be uh, ending up doing, you know, like a double event that weekend. We'll probably do a, you know, a Super Bowl jump off at my man's house, you know what I'm saying, after the fact after we uh, get finished with the pre-Valentine's Day joint on Saturday. So it's going to be a busy weekend, you know, for everybody involved, you know what I'm saying? Uh, salute to you. And, uh, yeah, we do. everybody's going to be having some fun that weekend. So uh, come on out, everybody, if you're, if you're in town for the Super Bowl. Because it's going down. It's in Arizona this year, right? Right. Yes, right, anybody that's Yeah, all my Arizona folks, if you're in that neck of the woods, all right, you know what I'm saying? Uh if you can make it to the Super Bowl, I know them tickets got to be crazy, all right? But if you could uh, at least make it to the parking lot, <laughs> if you can make it to the parking lot, then uh, maybe you might have a good time in the parking lot, you know, doing the whole tailgate thing and, and, and barbecuing with the folks out there and having a real good time. I'm sure there's going to be a whole lot of festivities and a lot of loans. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a lot going on. All right, Daily Basement Radio, man, we're just getting started. Got my girl Spicy in the building. All right, she's going to be doing the Super Bowl thing, performing at Super Bowl weekend. Independent artists doing it real, real big. All right, that's how it's supposed to be. All right, moving all the chains forward, right? Super Bowl reference, football reference, y'all. All right, let's get ready to get some music. Got my girl Spicy in the building. You know what we're going to do, right? Let's go.
Yeah, Dirty Basement Radio. We got the artist herself in the building. And, of course, you know where you heard that song first right here on Dirty Basement Radio. That's my girl, Spicy. That joint is hands. And she will be performing that this coming week, Super Bowl weekend, coming up in just seven, seven, eight days. Eight days. Coming up in just eight days. She's going to be performing that live in Arizona, shutting down the stage without a doubt. Now, um... You got your show together? You got your show together? You've been getting your steps together? I've been getting my steps together as good as I can get it. I'm going to come out and be spicy. All right, all right, all right. Now, 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 now. You know you're going to shut the stage down. I know you got to be modest and all of that. You know what I'm saying? I know you're going to do your thing once you get out there. You know what I mean? Now, um, (laughs) are you going to be able to do uh, more than one song? You know what? They gave me five minutes, but I'm thinking I'm just going to start with one song. I'm going to give them a little bit and then give them a little bit more later. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. No doubt. I have to make sure that y'all uh, support independent artists out there working real hard. I am the independent artist's best friend. I see my dude, Mr. Roy, just stepped into the building. We're going to get him mic'd up in just a little while. All right. We got some more hot music for y'all. And of course, we're going to be continuing the conversation last week in relation to the uh, Tyree Nichols murder indeed um, you know as the uh, information continues to come out you know the story does continue to go on there's been a certain thing said uh, in the media and we continue to see things as we spoke about last week we continue to see things that we have never in a situation like this um, there's been some additional information that's come out about the chief herself and uh, once again, I think that that is, uh, you know, once we talk about that, we will discuss how that also is indicative of the nature of police culture. Once we get into, you know, some of her history and some of the controversy that she has already um, encountered in her career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something crazy, too. Crazy. Real serious issue. But uh, nonetheless, you know, uh, as often is the case. You know, these police officers, uh, regardless of what the rank is, they're able to move from department to department from uh, different cities and states and, you know, municipalities and um, continue to serve in law enforcement, regardless of what may have gone on. 563-999-3050 is the call-in number. All right. Now, for all my folks in different markets, once again, we definitely encourage you all to happen with us when we're live on Saturdays, uh, starting at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Big shout out to all my folks in the various markets across the country and uh, internationally also that's carrying the Dirty Basement Radio Show. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, if you want to tap in with us, we would love to hear from you. All right, so uh, hit us up on these airways when we are live on Saturday. Now, we're in a different markets. We're in different, you know, time zones and all that different kind of stuff, so I'm not sure what time we'll be on where you are, but if you happen to be early up or if you happen to be up uh, up late, then, um, you know, holler at us and you can definitely hear yourself on the air. And we would love to have you uh, uh, be- become a part of the Dirty Basement Radio Show. All right. Once again, telephone lines are open. 563-999-3050. All right. Let's get ready to get into some more music right now. Matter of fact, I think we're going to do a spicy double play. You never know. She may be able to squeeze in one more song. All right. You know, spicy, you should try to give him a little piece of this one too before you step off the stage. All right. Let him see that versatility. This is my girl spicy. We're going to hit you with a double play. This is give it to you.
Microphone Bully Zone. Right now, I'm tapped in with DJ Sincere, Dirty Basement Radio. Play me some new heat. Try it. Something increasing my wealth No handouts, no bridge Work on yourself New York City, home of the ride Napu The city that never sleep Working until they lap you The city that set trends Plus they ahead tapping New York, New York New York City, home of the ride Napu The city that never sleep Working until they lap you The city that set trends Plus they ahead tapping New York, New York 
exactly what this is from birth Rip the turf from the avenue of church Blast first, send them off I'm the boss, pay the cost I ain't trying to take a loss If they cross, pick them off I'm the king of New York The idea, don't get caught Middle finger to the court Only thing that was taught When we jump from the porch Get loaded and floss Big bro with the sword Get dope, brush them off I'm him, my win no whim, I'm all in, I'm him, I'm him, my win, ain't no whim, I'm all in, I'm him, I'm a pimp, you a simp, all I need is a glimpse from the bottom of the trench, it's in my percent, if I smell something off, all I need is a Not built for it no more. 
I'm not built for it no more. Bitch need to go get some long johns next time I go home. Uh, I know and you know like what? I, look, <laughs> but I tell you one thing, I will come to New York any day and put on long johns and be cold because I want to come hang out and go to all the fun places in New York. I love New York. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Well, you know, when you make that return trip, you know, we're going to run around the city and have fun again. Oh, yeah, we got to. All right, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, got to have, yeah, got to do it. But, you know what I'm saying, New York in the wintertime is terrible. There's nothing like New York in the summertime. So all my folks, you know what I'm right. saying, uh, you know, when we get back to the summertime, that's when New York City be popping. That's when it's definitely the place to be. You know what I'm saying? I need me I need me a summer home out there in the Bay, you know, uh, in Cali somewhere, maybe in Florida. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe right, Florida right. where Mr. Roy is at. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I want to go to Florida and Roy, hang out. Y'all can hang out, Mr. Roy, and I can feed the iguanas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know if it's saying? big, I'll be scared as fuck of them things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be walking around in, you know, cargo shorts and flip flops. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Right. Right. I'll be chilling. I'll be chilling. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Roy right. must have heard me. He said, I'm coming down. I'm coming down to feed the iguanas. Mr. Roy, what's happening? <laughs> You rang. <laughs> What's going on, yeah, bro? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Yo, turn the AC on, man. Damn, it's hot up in here. Give me a towel, too. <laughs> AC. Yeah. Nah, you know you ain't right, Mr. Roy. You know you're not right. Oh, right. Oh, 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 I thought I put it on mute. I thought I put it on mute. Oh, man. Um, you know, uh, it's white beaters and towels around the neck. Uh, you know, you done abandoned crop. your New York City roots, hey. Mr. Roy. You done turned into it's... a Floridian. <laughs> Listen, every time I talk, somebody goes, "You ain't from here." I said, "How do you know?" <laughs> <laughs> every time I talk, every time I say "you," wait a minute, you are not, you are not from. I say, "Listen, holler at me." You know what I'm saying? I'll say, lay it down. They'll be like, no, you're not from up here, bro. You're not. I was like, yeah, well, you know, uh, I migrate from here. I go from state to state, make sure it's never late, put that food up on the plate. It's spicy. You know you can wait. Come on, girl. You know you're traveling. Spicy be on Spicy be on the go. That's the reason why Sincere said, where you at? You know, because, you know, right. anybody else, he ain't going to ask nobody else where they're at because usually – he knows your area code. He knows where you're at. He knows where we be at. Man, you know when it comes to Spicy, we need to ask for, hey, Spicy, how, wait a minute. Where you at? Because you be moving. You be traveling. Yes, you, be deliver, you, be, you be delivering babies in different area codes. Yes, sir. You're all over the place. Lord, you, 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 really, you really get them them hands when you be delivering them babies. You don't get these hands and pull that baby out. I know. That's how I, that's how I started. I know how I started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, that's a, it's a wonderful thing what you do, man. I tell you, it's, it's something that I couldn't do, but I commend you on doing it. You know what I'm saying? You, the beauty of watching a life come into the world, and, you know, that's a wonderful thing. So, you know, definitely shout out to you, man, and still find time to make some hot songs and still – you know, you're on the go, so, you know, just keep on doing what you're doing. Pace yourself, and, and uh, everything's going to turn out as well as it is. I've seen you out there in New York from the from the expensive hotels on the balcony. I'm like, look at Spicy. 
I said, I lived in New York 40 years, and I ain't never been in one of them hotels. <laughs> I said, okay. I said, I got to hang with Spicy and Tim okay. That was the I best spot in New York. That was the I know. best spot in New York. Oh, my God, yes. I'm, I'm going to have to go back there, Mr. Rob. Next time, we're going to have to have a reunion and everybody come. The yeah, whole thing I do, just, just tell me where to be and when to be there, and then we got to tell uh, Sincere about two weeks ahead of time because, you know, he's going to take the bus. <laughs> he might not fly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but, but don't if, laugh at me, y'all. Don't York, laugh at me. Look, hey, if, if Sincere, I'm going to buy your ticket, so you're going to have to get on that motherfucker. Huh? Yeah. Because you going to have to get on You ain't going to have no excuse. Yeah, when Sincere tells me he's going to make a little trip to see the family, I don't be wondering, oh, what time is your flight? <laughs> I'll, be like, I'll, be like, I'll be like, when does the bus leave? You know what I'm going to surprise y'all one of these days. I'm going to surprise y'all. I'm going to surprise y'all. See, I've been trying to psych myself up for a minute. You know what I'm saying? There's some things I got to do, some places I got to go, some people I got to see. And you're absolutely right. right. The only way, the only way I'm going to get there is by taking an airplane. Now, am I looking forward to it? Absolutely not. No. But I know I got to do it. But I know I got to do it. Well, look, look, let me say this. I, I meant to tell you this a couple of weeks ago to salute to you because I see that you are challenging your fears and putting out videos. Wait a minute. I was like, is that sincere doing another video to to promote the show? He never used to do videos and put out anything that had his face on it. I said, go ahead, man. That's what I'm talking about. Let him see who Love is the founder. It. You know what I'm saying? Get That's it in. Like, you know, yeah, keep keep that up. I saw you doing Sincere that. Sincere been like, turning the hell up. Sincere been well, turning the hell up. You hear me? <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, we, we're going to get him in the booth. We're going to get him in the booth. Thank you for noticing. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, we're going to get him in the booth, and it's going to be an experience because the man knows bars. He knows bars, and you know something. Yes, you just don't never know what it, you just don't never know what a person can come up with. That's right. going to be next, Mr. Wild. That's going to be next. He's doing everything yes. else. I'll be able to do it. I'll Magazine. be able to do it if I can keep from laughing. If I don't start laughing, I'll be all right. <laughs> Listen, we're going we're gonna to trick you because we're going to make you seem like you're doing an interview and everything's going to rhyme. Just read these papers oh, right here on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> like, make, I'm gonna make sure. Uh, it, I'm gonna make sure it's clear that it's number one sincere over here in the dirty basement. You wonder where. And if you and he'd be like, wait a minute, oh that's rhyming. Wait a minute, just say, hey, Mister Raw. Wait a minute, that was too much back to back rhyming right there. No, that's the way it goes. That's the interview, man. He said, you can't fool me, Mister Raw. I was like, yeah, we had to try to get it in there. Especially if spicy there rubbing your back. Like, come on, come on, Sincere, you can do it. How y'all stupid? All right, all right, all right. Well, we'll see what's up with we them. Had, we we, we, we having a little fun. Just having a little fun at Sincere expense, but, but nothing too crazy, man. Right, right. It's a new year. Sincere, I'm it's scared to fly. I ain't going to lie. I'm scared to fly, too. Every time I get on the plane, I'll be scared as hell. I'll just go on and give me two shots of Jack and say, fuck it. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess you might You be on the Mile High Club. <laughs> you know, in my case, it may be about maybe four or five shots, but, uh, you know, we'll have to do what we got to do. Right, right. 
and some legalized. Right, they legalized. See, they trying to get me. They trying to get me on that airplane, y'all. All right, help me out. Help me out. You know, we got a lot of markets. I do need to come in. You know, in the future, visit some of these markets. Big shout to my folks in Denver. Big shout to my folks in Atlanta. You know, that's having the show. Thank y'all so much. Just holding me down. The Dirty Basement Radio Show over. You know, all these different airways. All right, and we got these international markets that are picking up the show right now too. I right, bitched out to Africa, our newest station. I right, Planet Rap Luso as I uh, picked up the Dirty Basement Radio Show. I right, bitched out to our uh, Australian market. All right, just picked up the Dirty Basement Radio Show, and we're getting ready to uh, reach out to uh, Jamaica West Indies, Mr. Raw. All right, I've been doing some networking okay. with a, uh, yeah, I've been doing some networking with a station right, in uh, Jamaica, so I look forward to us being on those airwaves coming real soon also so you know we're making our way around with and you know we're expanding our brand we're expanding our reach all right we're letting everybody see again that there are indeed levels to this all right there are levels to this my good people you know what i'm saying i've been laying in the cut for a while i was kind of semi-retired you know i let people run around and talk to talk and you know act up and feel themselves <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, 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 I let them feel themselves. You know what I'm saying? I just laid in the cut and laid back, and you know, so as I was surveying the landscape, looking across the plains of the Serengeti, I was seeing. <laughs> I started noticing that all of the wildebeest and the hyenas was getting out of control. All right, the wildebeest and the hyenas was running amok. <laughs> you know, they actually thought that they run this shit. I'm like, okay. You I had to let it. You had to let it be clear. I fooled around long enough. All right. But now letting y'all see, there's levels to this, and we are not the same. We're not the same. We're not the same. All right. So it's different now. Very different. You know what I'm saying? My man Billy Dance, I love this record because he explains it so well. You know what I'm saying? I had the pleasure of talking to him. We actually talked about this song and we laughed about it. I told him when I had him on these airways, I said, brother, I identify with this song so much. I felt you on this song. You know what I'm saying? It really lays it out in a in a perfect kind of way. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into it right now. The great Billy Dance. Make sure you check him out in the archives of Billy Dance Radio. Tell it straight like it is. busy. Listen, I do it like I do it, cause y'all can't do it like I do it. It's a whole different vibe. You niggas collide with the music. I blend in with the music. I don't think you get it. I'm fluid, I glide with the music. Shit, I'm fly with the music. You understand what I provide through the music? Yeah, your best vibe for the music. My version of me is different from what y'all see. The voice through the speaker, the image on TV. I'm top tier, your thoughts just matter, but your thoughts don't matter, my vision is clear, yeah, I give up octane, I'm like fuel as you move through the lane, downshift, the momentum never change, and everything I do is monumental in the game, it's factual, nigga, you play for the fame, I'm natural, you did something strange for the change, fire 
Yeah, Dirty Basement Radio, the independent artist's best friend. I had another another legendary artist that you'll find in the archives of Dirty Basement Radio. Big shout out to the great Agla Dom Bishop. Had him in the building uh, late last year. I got to get that young man back on for a uh, longer sit down. We've only able to uh, have him in the building for a short while. Great interview, but definitely want to have him back in the building for a longer sit down. Now, once again, big shout out to all the markets that's carrying the show. Now, if you're an artist in one of these markets, uh, domestic or internationally, we definitely want your music here too on Dirty Basement Radio. So please tap in with us. You know, hit me up on my social media. Hit me up on IG at original underscore Dirty Basement. That's original underscore D-R-T-Y-B-S-M-N-T. You could also send your MP3 only. All right, hit me up at my email. All right, D-R-T-Y-B-S-M-N-T-M-P-3 at AOL.com. All right, and we can see about getting your joint, uh, you know, tested out here during our Go and No segment when we reemerge the Go and No segment. All right, if you want to get some feedback on your song, some professional analysis and uh, critique, then I'll definitely send your song in. Now, don't have thin skin. Now, we definitely welcome Right, uh, music from all the markets that are carrying the show. All right, If you're in uh, the Australian market, send us your music. If you're in the African market, definitely send us your music. We want to we spin it here on Dirty Basement Radio. All right, I think I'm going to dig back. I haven't. I just saw this pop up on my, um, on my switchboard, and I haven't seen this joint in a while. I haven't played in a while. So uh, let's rock this one from deep into the craze. This is Conan Noriega bringing the gods back. Yeah, uh, got the guards with me tonight. Jeff, Sean, do I law? Now I keep my law. Learn your lessons, young blood. Yeah, yeah, yo, 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 I civilize the uncivilized. CNN Enterprise, niggas in the pies. I build with the first ball, my max squeeze. Still bringing back the grease. Hustle for hustle, we need match your keys. I rest on the best part of the planet. Q, you, my countertops, marble and granite. I learned 120 little niggas earned from me. I trick, recruit while spending burnt money. I learned lessons, revolve around mathematics. Fly nigga, rock, Louis V, designer fabrics. Knowledge yourself, I'm one with the gods on the earth. Respect the shooter, phone was a problem at birth. I'm a swiper, L with the master card. My coat come back white like his master bar. Yeah, I don't deal with the past man. Plus degrees, first born, get the last laugh. I'm gonna teach you about this knowledge, man. I'm gonna teach you about the basic fundamentals, man. About the father, Bill by Clarence X. Sodom Gomorrah, you dudes the same sex. Yeah, I used to be out of space like a cowman. 
and drank Smirnoff to our vomit. Woke up in the east and paid homage. About to change my name to Slime Nori Muhammad. What happened? We supposed to be the holy city. My bartenders got me jogging through the holy city. So mind up, this is combat of brainwaves. Most of y'all don't understand because you brain Bring slaves. The dogs, right? We trying to save some lives. Especially our baby stage of 85. A civilized man's main goal is to teach where the father son started in the streets. The record is called Bringing the Gods back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I'm looking at all this and I'm like, yo, it's, it's time because it, it don't matter if you have a choice between, uh, uh, you know, Civilized and, mm-hmm. and doing bad, right, and if you right. do bad, then I don't mind. But at least you had a choice. You had a choice, had a choice to, 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 you know what I'm saying, to get a salad. Yeah, but now you want real. to have a pork chop, then okay, I get it. DPTV Films. I'm sorry, you got to let it, let it finish out, right? There's some component rig on that joint right there, bringing the guns back. Now, I got this song right now based on just the title of the group alone, all right? Based on the title of the group alone, I think we're going to have to, I think we're going to have to bring this, uh, these gentlemen on. A second, let me see about, okay, there we go. Let me get Mr. Roy back online properly. I'm going to switch forward. Being a little bit slow right now. Don't act up now. This is not the time. All right, there we go. Now, Mr. Roy, I got this. I got this song on deck that I'm getting ready to play because, you know, I'm the independent artist's best friend. I came across this uh, song, uh, I think it's a couple of weeks ago. And because of the name of the, you know, the, because of the name of the group, that really got my interest. So I big shout out to my dude, right, KV. I see him in the building. All right, we're going to get him connected in a minute. Because of the name of the group, I was like, hmm, let me check it out. Now, the name of the group, Mr. Raw, is Gods of the Basement. All right? Hmm. So, you know, just based on that name alone, we got to see what's up with these brothers, right? Definitely. It makes sense, right? Because they, they, it they, sense, they right? incorporated, it, it incorporated our name. So, definitely. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? And, you know, apparently, you know what I'm saying? With a name like that, they like the rulers of the basement. They're the gods of the basement. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, they did hit me up behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, I let them know that I would be, you know, playing the joint, you know, here on Dirty Basement Radio. You know what I'm saying? And I did kind of dig the joint. So we're going to give it a spin right now. All right. This is the gods of the basement, and this is called Ice Tarantula. Dirty Basement Radio, independent artist, best friend.
Then you reaching for that chamber you installed to keep weapons in. Then reality starts setting in. Then the truth part setting in. Your ego built a wall around your mind, but your conscience keeps getting in. Then again, you could roulette life. Let it spin. Throw caution to the wind. And if it's out there, let it in. Let your intention be known from where you begin. The purpose is to flow, God. Go hard and lose a win. Outright fire the building. Cutting up cash. Rules flow. King pro. Omar Victor. Strip steak. Bare bones. A1 red. Certified top tier spitter. Prolific. Poetic poltergeist. Haunting them kids. Plus push potential paradise. Splitting up wigs. Yeah, home. No Sherlock. I am. Channeling solar vibes. No mean to hold you wise. Intellectual talk slippery and crystallized. So solid, a megalith. We megalith. Lighthearted, funny until it's not a joke. Push button, detonate, make your house flow. Shake suburbs, suburbs, real broken homes. All on fire, us and pew. Radio that was guards in the basement. That joint was called Ice the Ranch. Was now while we're not officially doing a go or no, I am going to get some feedback on this song. So, Mr. Roy, what do you think about that? What do you think about guards in the basement and Ice the Ranch? It put me. It put me in the mind of you know being a, 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 a camp of the Wu Tang. So it, it just felt like another branch of that multi you know sizable group that could have easily slid under radar slid under the radar and gravitated close to to their like m- music and have like a spillage over into them so it would have been something that would have been received because like it like i'll give you a great for instance um king just when he made hey ya people were thinking he was part of the wu-tang because the way he was like the shaolin this and, and the sound effects so when we first heard King Just, hey, y'all, hey, y'all, we thought he was a part of the Wu-Tang, so it kind of slid under that radar. This gives me that kind of same feel, like it would be in that same type of category. Okay, now you say that it it, it could have been, so, I mean, you think it, you, I mean, you think it could fly now or no? Um, Now that would only be for, like, authentic hip-hop heads. I don't really see the, the younger group gravitating towards that right 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 but you think that it does nonetheless it would have a you would have an audience now or do you think that it's kind of you know past this time with this particular sound for a group that's just coming out with it 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 might it might because it might be it might be dating them so people like like for instance these guys could be hmm, they could be younger than we think but because of the, the style even the the drum pattern the the whole Wu Tang slowness and you know the, the 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 lingo, everybody who ain't up on the lingo, you know they would be like, well, you know that this is not their cup of tea. It's not for the young mumble dudes that's not really gravitating towards it. But hip hop heads would would listen to that and be like, oh, okay, you know I I like certain things like that. You know I like to hear um, certain music that really always puts me in the mind of 
all over all the other songs that fit in that same category. You know, because Wu-Tang was so big. It was Son of Man. It was Killer Army. It was, you know, so many others. So these guys seem like, you know, it'll just fit the bill. Okay. All right, all right. Let me live a little bit more feedback on this. All right. Spicy, what do you think about the song? What do you think about the song? I kind of tend to feel like it is dated for a different crowd, not the young crowd. But I think it's got a leg to stand on, and it can do something. But I, uh, it can only fit in a certain area, I think, if you know what I mean. Okay. I think um I'm gonna be a you know, I think I'm gonna be popping in it. I'm gonna have to pop in and out today. I got a uh Instagram promotion for the um Super Bowl. So I'm gonna pop out in a few minutes and then I'll pop back in. All right, no doubt. No doubt my girl Spicy yeah, we talked about a little bit early in the show. She's gonna be performing during Super Bowl weekend in Arizona. All right, girl, go do your thing and uh we'll holler back in a minute. Okay. All right. All right, all right, that's what it is, that's what it is. All right, I got my man KV also in the building. Get some feedback on the song from from him real quick. KV, what's your thoughts on the song? Uh, it's all right, man. I ain't really get a chance to hear it too well. Just to, I just caught the last end of it. Um, it wasn't like it was Bama or nothing. Um, you know, I just popped in. All right, no doubt, no doubt. I thought you know you had, you had uh you had raised your hand, so I thought you had you know had a, a heard the song and wanted to you know give a commentary on it real quick. But what's good with you otherwise? Oh shit, man! I'm just out here, man, just chilling and putting some things together, and you know, supporting the show, man. I ain't been in here in a little bit. I've been working and really in the trenches, turning wrenches, man. You know, uh, know we just dropped a new video. We just dropped a new animated video uh, on Mold Dub Creations. That's all on my Twitter page. Um, and we do animated videos, ads, and all kind of stuff, man. We got that uh, Call of Duty type look, man. So, you know, any artists out there that's looking for an animated video or any company that wants to add or anything like that, man, hit us up. Okay. Yeah, that's what it is, man. I've been seeing some of the stuff that you've been doing. I saw something you had posted the other day, you know, some animation look like you in the helicopter and, you know, that kind of whatnot. So I'm like, okay, my well, man, I hear you definitely yeah. doing this thing. No video. All right, you know, salute to that. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, we're entering a whole different kind of space right now, uh, you know, in uh, 2023. You know, the technology has definitely leaped ahead. You know, AI is really, really on the move. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago in terms of uh, some of the things that are on the on the horizon uh, with this uh, AI takeover, you know, because that's what it's really, really going to be. And um, it's really going to put a lot of different people, you know, out of work. On a very, very large scale, you have a lot of companies right now that are, you know, uh, in that downsizing phase, you know what I'm saying? They're, you know, closing a lot of different kind of operations. More and more, you're hearing, you know, different commercials about, uh, you know, virtual assistants and, and, and people or uh, these uh, AI bots that could replace uh, different, um, different employment. And people who uh, once upon a time may have thought that their jobs were uh, not at danger because, you know, they weren't blue-collar jobs. They weren't working in, in uh, McDonald's and, and places like that. They were uh, working with their brains. Well, you know, computer is the ultimate brain, right? So uh, 
you know, that's what we're uh, looking at, you know. So a lot of people are going to find themselves in a, in, a, in a bad situation, you know. So we did talk about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, big shout out to uh, uh, all the folks that were in the building last week. I see, uh, I see that 716 area code has joined us. All right, big shout out to big shout out to ready for being in the building again this week. We had a fantastic conversation. If you missed it, I definitely invite everybody to uh, check the archives uh, for the conversation we had last week, and uh, also a very, <laughs> very interesting conversation developed uh, a little bit later on in the show in relation to uh, uh, DJ Envy. Now we're not going to revisit that, my Mr. Raw. No more, no more, no more bells. All right, no more bells, Mr. Raw. <laughs> no more. Listen, I see I see that 716 you said that I know what that means. So I will be staying in the cut like a germ and staying out of the way. Because if it gets Thank out you, between y'all again, I, I listen, my name ain't Wes and I ain't in this mess. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, that's it. All right, no KB, doubt, no doubt. My dude, my dude. Salute to my dude, KV. You know, but we do have some things that we, yeah, but we do have something that we want to talk about this week also. All right, let me get, get that seven one six connected right now. We do have some things we want to talk about uh, this week also. Let's hey, ready, ready? How you doing? Let's get ready to rumble. Oh uh, no, no, not this week, not this week. I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be good. No trouble out of me. <laughs> I'll be good. I'll be good. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could believe you. You know, I wish, I really wish I could, but I know you, Lestat. So I already know. And and Mr. Well, Raw is a catalyst for everything. I just need y'all to know that he's sitting up there acting, you know, trying to be innocent. But you know, he's he's a troublemaker. He's the chef. He just adds all kind of ingredients up in here. It's funny to him. Okay. Mm-hmm. No cap. I was checking out the topics today. <laughs> Not I. Hmm. Okay, we'll see. You know what's going to happen just, before the end of the show. I just, want to hear that. I, just want, I just want to hear that side <laughs> chick. That's all I'm listening for. <laughs> right. Side chick. Okay, is well, I got, that on, song, I got that on deck. I think it's because, look, just because it was the, the topic. Well, not the topic because we got off topic last week, but it was part of what was going on with the show. So, um, since he decided to, you know, that he was going going to put y'all in the mix with that. But back on subject, real quick, I seen that you have posted on um, your uh, media page where you were talking about those three rappers that that showed up dead. Um, yes. You know that's that is. You know they have been missing for a minute. They canceled the show themselves, but well, what everybody is trying to understand is was it were they forced to cancel the show? Did they do it under distress? And and um, I don't know if you've been you know going through the details with it or checking out um, any of the news. Which well, that's well, no, I didn't want to. Came up the question. I just want to you know that's one of the things I wanted to you know talk about. It's a very weird case. It's a very weird case. Now, um, a few months ago, I believe it was in, in Idaho, was a, a, a case with a, a white household. 
where somebody basically uh, stabbed up a lot of people in the house. And it was, you know, very mysterious for a while. They finally did, you know, get a suspect and so and so and such and such. This case right here is, is another crazy case because these guys go to do a show, all right? They get to, they get to the show, and it's case, all right? And then supposedly they were going to, you know, go chill or whatever, go hang out at another spot, and then they just, like, disappeared. Now, this happened earlier in the week, you know, just like Reddy's saying. This, it's been going on for, like, like, a few days now. So just, I believe it was yesterday. You know, found they found the three bodies um, in an abandoned building, like an abandoned apartment complex. That's what it was. Yeah, they 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 um, they had been missing for over a week, so almost two weeks, and the okay. girlfriend reported them missing that that night. Her dude, but you know the police say it has to be twenty four hours. Um, and then they found all three of them under a bunch of rubbish in the abandoned building. So, and they said that the kids or the homeless usually hang out there, you know, drug, you know, addicts or homeless people hang out there. So if they had been there, so now it comes to question where the bodies moved there and, you know, did they take them from somewhere else and put them there or why are the bodies just now being you know, discovered. So, you know, if you know right. anything about dead bodies, it doesn't take two weeks for them to start to smell. So, Not at all. No, so. Well, this, just, was in, um, this was in Detroit, actually. This, this is, yeah, this was in Detroit. You know, they entered, they, they, you know, they went to do a show. They were scheduled to perform at the show. So it wasn't like it was just, you know, they were going to an open bike. They were actually, you know, they actually had a gig. They were scheduled to perform. And um, the show apparently was canceled. And that's the last that basically anybody's ever seen of them. So, you know, I'm definitely gonna, you know, we should definitely keep an eye on this case and um, make sure that there's follow up and 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 uh, you know the police. I'm sorry, Dad. That's crazy. Okay, so I'm, yeah, so I'm making, that's what I'm was saying something. That that's crazy. That's that's yeah, a you setup. Know it's something, but you know what's crazy about it is how the police or the news or whatever it has to be, we're talking about the death of these three black men, and the first thing they want to bring up is that they were both on parole, you know, um, that they had just gotten out and they uh, had been out. They met in prison and they were both on parole, you know, um, at the time of their appearance. What What difference does that make? What does that have to do with anything? Well, that makes it, you know, that that, that kind of allows them to be more dismissive with it. Like, okay, well, as if to allude to say that they were in, you know, that criminal activity type of life and, you know, they probably right. met their end because of, you know, some of their own uh, activities that they were involved in. That's kind of what they be trying to say when they do that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what, why? Like, Jesus just Christ. to smear them. Just, That's all. Just to smear them and to make it, yeah. you know, to make it, to make it seem like, you know, that their death is no big deal. But to them, it's not, you know. But I just think it's a, a, you know, it's a sad situation altogether. And like Raw said, it's some, it's something really suspicious. I wouldn't be surprised if it has police activity written all over it, you know. Um, because of the way they disappeared, like nobody's seen or heard anything. You know, one of their cars were found, what did they say, um, 
not too close to the scene, like a few miles away, the car they were they were driving in. It, it was a few uh, miles away from from where their bodies were found. So that's um, that's weird too. Let me tell you something. Um, for 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 these guys to be fresh out the pen, for somebody to get the drop on them that easily, nah. You have to set they these cats up because they because they watch and they back. They just they fresh out the pen. So they their mm-hmm. their their mentality their mentality and their attitude is to watch their back. They haven't even you know what I'm saying if they're fresh out the pen like that, they're gonna still have that look over my shoulder, watch the atmosphere. They don't know nobody, and they probably were big. So then these guys must have caught them off guard. They must have used some sort of some sort of way to lure them in something. They could have used a girl or something, drugged them, something. They they had to do something besides just straight beat them up. If we're talking about convicts and, and dudes that just came home from jail and stuff like that, it wasn't going to be such easy prey. You know what I'm saying? They was going to already be on guard and on protection mode. So it has to be some sort of conspiracy. That's crazy. Yeah, and they had been in there for a while to get out and be on parole and not probation. So you already know what, um, you know, probably the situation with their crime was. But the the other thing is, and I was reading it, the reason I think that they were saying that the bodies um, probably wasn't smelling and nobody noticed is because actually the bodies were frozen. So... They were what? just that cold. Yeah, it's, it's just what I'm reading. It said that the autopsy could take up um, up to 48 hours because um, the autopsy result because of the the coldness of the, the extreme cold condition of the body. So it's something. It's something else. Does it show? Does it show pictures of these guys? Yeah, they have their pictures up. But you know, um, I've been following what, what? the case. What they, they were young black it? boys. Um, they were thirty, twenty eight, thirty one, and thirty one. So and they, they, they were babies. Yeah, that's 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 for gazy. Something ain't right. Yeah. Something and I can understand right. if it was. I can understand, you know, something happening to maybe one of them, but three. Right. Like all three, all three go and none of them come back. They all end up dead. That's that's that that's crazy. So you know there definitely has to be some some type of resolution. You know what I mean um, I'm definitely gonna you know uh, I think we all should you know continue to watch this uh, watch this case and um, see what happens because unfortunately you know we talk about it every year, Mr. Roy, how you know so many rappers are killed you know during the oh, course boy. of you know what I'm saying during the course of a year, but we've never seen anything like this. You know what I'm saying? We've never seen anything like this. This is like like a mass killing. So like what? Yeah, some 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 definitely definitely not right with this. But um, I did want to pick up more from our conversation last week in relation to you know Tyree Nichols because you know in between now and then there has been you know some additional information and you know or uh, sometimes a misinformation or non-information that has you know uh, circulated. I think uh, one of the first things that I saw and you know of course it was very you know um you know it was very explosive it was a very explosive you know uh accusation some of you may have seen it on uh, social media on on YouTube also the you know the said that you know uh, uh 
that the deceased young man was involved with one of the police officers' wives or girlfriends or former wives or girlfriends or what the case was. And that was the basis of the attack that we saw. Now, during the course of the week, that was, you know, said on uh, different platforms. That was uh, said in the, you know, people were speculating on that. But the family themselves, it was reported, came out and said that that was, you know, only a rumor. You know, it was just something that, you know, had a court caught fire on social media. I guess some people decided to run with that because it seemed on the surface like, you know, okay, well, it did seem to be, you know, way over the top and, and didn't seem like it was just something that was, uh, you know, purely a, a law enforcement thing. It did have a, a feel of something that was that was personal to it. But to just go to say that, you know, or show that in situations like this, how, you know, things can be said and people can make things up. And, and while it may seem like it's reasonable and may seem like it's plausible, you know, it's not. And I think it uh, sometimes becomes a very dangerous thing, you know, because uh, things become, you know, can take on a life of their own. And sometimes once something is said and it gets out there in the public, it just, it just goes. And um, you no longer have any, any any control over it, and it's really kind of hard to, you know, convince people once they think something is true that it's not. You know, what I mean, that, that's a, that's a very difficult thing to do once people have something in their mind that, oh yeah, this this is true because it sounds like it could be because it sounds reasonable, you know. And I think that's um that's uh, definitely a danger. So I think we just should uh that one to the side, put that one to the wayside. But one of the things that um, uh, has been talked about, and I think needs to be talked about more, is who exactly is this police chief? Like, who is who is this young lady? Um, between this week and last week, have you uh, seen any further reports on anything about any of the uh, goings on? I I uh, think they did in. I, uh, it wasn't an interview because she's not taking any, but they did a, a background on her, uh-huh. where she came from, um, how long she's been the chief, when did she, when did she start um, working there? But remember, you were talking and about she's this, not very uh, clean. this task she's not force. Clean at all. She's had her own scandal already. Nobody said she was clean, but remember, you and I we were talking about um, the task force that she put together. What yes. was it called? Scorpion. You remember the name of it? Yeah, Scorpions. Yeah, the Scorpions. And you were in that day, that very day last Saturday, you said, you know, they're going to dismantle that. It's going to be how long before they do it. And they did it that night that you and I mm-hmm. were talking. Remember, I read it to you like it was right away, like within the hour. Um, but if you go back and you do research, this is not the first time that officers had done something like this. Um, dealing with this task force, there's other people coming forward and talking about how rough they are, how belligerent, how they're not really like they didn't set up to um, to take care of the people. They really set up to clear the people out because right. they're only in certain neighborhoods um, and mostly black, Latinos, uh, Puerto Ricans. It, they go into those neighborhoods to to clean them out, you know. Um, they were, like, terrorizing people who's actually lived there for years. And they don't know if this was the agenda, because a lot of people, or I can't, three, 
three families said they moved out of their area because of this particular uh the Scorpion Task Force that was put together. They were terrorizing these people. Like sitting on their on their blocks, you know, stopping them when they go to the store. Um, you know, if you ask for their badge number or for their, you know, name, they they were known to put you in the back of their car. You know, so mm. I don't know how true it is, but um if you go like I'm on my computer right now, I'm trying to pull up some of their statements. Um this one guy, he did an interview, but he blocked out his face and his voice because he didn't want anybody to know who he was. Um, so they're not the only three that was part of this task force. They're just, you know, the only three dumbasses who, um, you know, took it this far. So as though we know, that we know of, really. So... Well, I did want to I did want to focus a bit on the police chief herself because you know, like I was saying, you know, she's had her own scandal prior to being involved in this, all right? Because she comes from another department. She came, uh, she was, uh, I believe, the deputy uh, chief when she was in Atlanta. And there was a situation in Atlanta where, you know, the husband of one of her uh, sergeants, you know, who was a police officer himself, basically was a pervert, all right, and was involved in uh, activities with underage girls. This information came to light, all right, uh, within the police department, and it came to the attention of the police, uh, well, the deputy police chief in Atlanta, all right, she took pains to cover this up, you know, encouraging a lack of investigation, you know, so that it wouldn't be looked into, so it wouldn't be prosecuted. So you understand? And as a result of this, she was fired. All right, she was fired from her position. Um, she appealed the firing and she ended up being reinstated, you know, on appeal. Uh, later on, she moved, uh, I believe, to uh, another department. I believe it may have been uh, North Carolina, but now she ends up in Memphis. So last week we talked about, you know, police culture and how things are ingrained and how you know, they have a very uh, insulated and insular culture that allows them to get away with just about any and everything. Now, there's no other uh, industry, there's no other job, there's no other occupation or profession where you could be a member of the leadership, all right, be embroiled in a, a scandal, not just any old scandal, but a sexual scandal, a scandal that involves the husband of one of your officers engaged in sexual activity with a minor, you go about the activity of covering this up. All right? You fail in the cover-up. You're found out. You're fired initially. And through it all, you end up with a further higher position in another department. Now, how many times have we seen officers engaged not even leadership, just regular foot patrol officers, engaged in all kind of improper behavior. They may get called on the carpet in the municipality that they're currently employed, and they may be fired. 
to go down the road to the next town, to the next city in another state and get another job in law enforcement just to do the same thing over again. Here we have the same thing with this woman. Right? Engaged in a corrupt activity to cover this up in a different uh, police department. And down the road in her career, some maybe 10 years later, she's a chief in another uh, in a, in, a, in another city, who unfortunately, you know, sits at the um, you know sits at the foot of you know this uh, incident that occurred that killed this young man. Now, if that's not another pure example of police culture, of what they only are allowed to do. All right, within the confines of their own ranks, within the confines of their own society. Nobody else does this. Nobody else could do this. All right, let me bring in this next area code. I got a, got a local area code, 718. I think I know who this is. 718, you're live on the air. Talk to me. TJ Sincere, how are you? How's everybody going? All right, all right, my man G stepping in the building once again. What's good, my dude? I'm not, I'm just listening on your conversation, you know. I'm not aware of a lot of the information that y'all are bringing forth today, so I'm just trying to catch up. And uh, I'm here, I'm listening, and I'm here to support. I know that. We definitely, definitely appreciate your presence, no doubt, no doubt. We'll definitely tune in. That's why we're here on Dirty Basement, you know, to bring you uh, not just uh, hot music, but informative talk also. So um, now, also with this case, one of the other things that came out now, of course, we've seen the, the five pictures of the five uh, black officers flashed all across media, all right, and rightfully so. But the one picture that we haven't seen is of a sixth officer that was fired this week. Um, are you all aware of that? Have you seen Have you seen this? Uh, he was the one who actually... Uh, uh, a tase, uh, Mr. Nichols, you know the former, the former Mr. Nichols, and um, you also uh, hear him on the uh, on the body camera saying that they hope that he hoped that they stomped him, you know, after he ran and they uh, they caught up to him the uh, second time. Uh, he was, as they say, uh, relieved relieved from duty. Now, while he's been fired. It doesn't seem as if he's been charged at this time with any uh, crime in connection uh, to the killing. His name is Preston Temple. Um, I'm gonna wait to see, but I would uh, I would imagine that uh, he may be they may be uh, using him as a as a witness to testify against the rest of them, even though it was set at least uh, to a degree. Uh, because, uh, let's see what it says here. It says that Hemphill violated multiple departments of procedure, including standards around personal conduct, truthfulness, and processing recovered property. Hemphill, who deployed his taser during the January 7th incident, heard on his body camera video saying, I hope they stomp his ass after officers catch up to Nichols, was initially suspended from the police force on Monday. You know, right? But he's been, uh, he's been sent fired. Now, um, they also fired a few other people, a couple of the EMTs, and also a um, a uh, a EMT uh, supervisor. Uh, so, in addition to this uh, to this white this white guy, there were also a couple of other EMTs, and also uh, 
picture of them uh, was a was a black woman. She was also applied in in connection uh, with this with this also. But um, yeah, we have we have we haven't seen him reported on on the in the same kind of fashion, and it seems like he was kind of allowed to uh, go under the uh, under the radar. Already, uh, have you um heard anything about that? No, I haven't. I haven't. Um, I knew that that there was another um member of Fire, but I haven't heard anything. You know, um, them talking about him specifically on what his charges were. Um, but I want to know if okay, him being fired because of the situation, did he get charged with the murder as well? Do you know? No, he hasn't. That you know that that's what I was saying. It doesn't appear as if he's been charged with anything. So I'm thinking that they may want to use him to testify against uh, some of the others. They may give him immunity um, if he ends was up he the not white, being was charged. Was he the white or the Mexican? Was he the white cop that was there? Was huh? he the white cop that was there? Yes. Can you hear me? Was he the yes, white yes. cop? Yes. Okay. And so that that answers your question right there. But he he was also the one who said, I hope they, you know. Yeah, they stomp him, yes. And that, I mean, he, yeah, you answered your own question. That's why he hasn't been put in the, you know, at, at the front of the line because of his skin color. He's the one, like you said, initially tased him. Um, he's not seen in the video because I'm looking back. He's not seen in the video beating him. But no, he's he did not, he's make not that seen. comment. No, no, right. but he did. But he, did no. he did. Yeah, but he did tase him. You know, it is reported that he did tase him. Yeah. You know, and um, but once again, it's it's it's, it's interesting that while we are seeing seeing different kind of different kind of things we haven't seen before, some things still remain the same because even though the person in leadership is a black person, so you would think that maybe some things would be a little bit different. But just like you said, you know, the reason why is is this this guy's skin color. So even with the police chief being uh, you know, black women. Still, those tactics still get played out even under her watch and her leadership. He's allowed to go under the radar. He has that, you know, genetic, uh, genetic immunity from from prosecution. You know what I'm saying? So that uh, he's not going to be he's not going to be splashed in the media uh, like the rest of them are. You're not going to see his picture uh, when you see the other five. You know, and out of sight, out of mind. You're not really going to consider him because the face that's put on this is black face. This is the new face I, of out of whose mind, right? I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm saying out of whose mind, white community, the white community, or the white people who's just like, you know, throwing, throwing everything they can at at, at these um at these black men. I watched this video the other day. Uh, you know, a, a white man had made the video, and it was it was just so on the money. But he basically said, "Why do you think it is that these six are, you know, posted so fast? Why do you think all of this came to the light so fast?" He said, "If this was white officers, we wouldn't see this. It would be months before we would hear anything about it, besides from." video that someone else took, you know, and it would, would have been taken down so quickly from social media. So when we talk about this one white officer 
who you said, you know, out of sight, out of mind. I'm thinking out of whose mind? Because we've already heard about him. You've already put it out there. You know, other people know about him. So the only person that they're not gonna that's not gonna think about him is white people who just focus on these, you know, on these these black men right here. But we're gonna always think about him because we're thinking, why is he not not in the limelight? Why are they covering for him? What is it that he didn't do that he's not being charged? He should be charged for murder because he didn't step in and stop them from doing what they're doing. What was the guy's name that um, a few a year or two ago, the father and son who killed um, the jogger? Um, I don't remember their name. Okay, but remember the guy who videotaped it? Yeah, he was the um, yeah he was the third one that yeah he was he was the third one he was the third killer. Right, he didn't do he didn't fight with him. He videotaped it and was in the truck with them to chase him down. Right. He got 26 years, right? <laughs> Did he not yeah. get 26 years? Okay. Yeah, he got, he got locked there. up right along with the rest of them. Right. So that's the same thing that should happen to this gentleman, right? The I one that you're talking about. Because you didn't you didn't stop them. You didn't step in. You said you hope that they, you know, beat him. You know. Yeah. I'm looking yeah, at his quite, face right now. Yeah, but I'm quite sure they're going to give him you know, uh, immunity. You know, that's what I think is, is that that's what I think is going to end up being down the road. They're going to, you know, they're going to let this go along quietly the same way it's been going along quietly unless, you know, people really make us think about it. You know, unless, you know, we they, just, they uh, really and that's you exactly what needs to be done. You got to keep, keep the pressure on. It said that the black church, one black uh, preacher, the reverend or preacher, um, he um he was uh doing a sermon in his church talking about um white people in the wake of you know the the death I think it was some white people who were visiting his church and he was like basically you can't come in here <laughs> so he um because he was like we don't want you to get angry today like you're about to get angry today during this sermon because we're we're talking about you. You know, and, and some of them, one of the guys said, we've been members of of this church. You know, we grew up in the neighborhood, and we've been members of a church. We had nothing to do with with um with what happened, but they called it a racially racially charged sermon, where he just went in on white people, like like to the point, like I said, where his white parishioners they got up and and left. You know, they were just like, oh oh no. So that's actually going on, like, in a lot of different places, you know, as far as this case, because it it wasn't just, it wasn't just, um, like I said, it wasn't about a black and white thing this time. Um, and so everybody is confused. Even they said something about um, Al Sharpton um, was saying something about the white community. You can't blame this, what they did on the white community. Um, you can't blame what they did on the Ku Klux Klan or white supremacy, you know, my mouth is, you know, white, say the word, please. Supremacy. Right, supremacy. You can't blame it on that. So what? who and what are we going to blame it on? You can't blame it on this black woman either, because I know you said that she, you know, you brought up the fact that she was in some trouble herself. But if you look at 
the interview that they did on her, they called her a rising star. Did you see that? Now, yeah, I did. I think, I, think, I think at one point, I think at one point, you know, um, probably looked upon as a as a rising star. But when you keep finding yourself embroiled in the middle of scandal, controversy, and in this case, death, I think that star has fallen. <laughs> okay, but nobody's asked for her uh, resignation? Well, at least not yet. You know, I think that the president needs to stay on. I think we need to keep an eye on her and how she proceeds uh, with this investigation. And I think that, you know, ultimately maybe she should step down. I know we're, I know we're in an era where, um, you know, certain people are put forward, you know, for certain positions. And it may be unpopular to, you know, fire a, a black woman that's in a very high visible position. But it's the same thing that would occur if a man was in that position and, and something happened like this. And, you know, you start to dig into the background, to the history. I mean, she's going to have to, she's going to have to. And whatever comes out on the other side comes out on the other side. I think I got KV I back in yeah, Let me get K, let me get KV into this conversation real quick. KV, you back with us? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I know mean, you I probably. Uh, I, I'm, I know you've heard about the case, you know, with the uh, young man in Memphis. You know, so we've been discussing that, you know, very heavily here for the past couple of weeks. Uh, do you have any insight or any thoughts on it with those uh, black man? Man, this is ugly. It is ugly, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much information out there. I was talking with my daughter about it. She said she has some information or some information about I guess he was dating one of the one of the officer's ex girlfriends. I don't know, man. And I guess it was We spoke about of, that earlier. You may have may, yeah, you may not have heard me talk about that. That was that apparently is just a rumor. All right, that's just Yeah, a rumor. that's what I'm it's just so many you rumors. You know, the family actually not, uh it's just you know, it, it, it's been reported that the family, the father, has come out and said that that's just a rumor. Yeah, that, and if that's a rumor, then who put it out there? And if that's a rumor, mm-hmm. and oh, there was a white guy who clearly has his hands in the video, um, you could really hear him. I mean, and not only that, you know, I believe the, is this the first black woman um, police chief? Um you know, we in Memphis, man. Memphis killed Mount, uh, Martin Luther King. Um, the history down there, man, uh, is, you know, to be honest with you, man, the Department of Justice needs to be brought up on charges, man, of negligence. See, but, they, see, but they're protected by what they call qualified immunity, man. So as long as there is... Um, qualified immunity, which is an umbrella for them to pretty much uh, hide up underneath of of a policy of protection um, and all of that, then you're going to get all of this corruption. You're going to get coercion. You're going to get – look, man, this is a message, okay? We are in a waste war. If y'all don't really understand this and see this, man, you better see it, okay? For real. (laughs) We are in a race war, man, and this is a message being sent. Um, 
I don't care what y'all say. I live in an area where hell ain't no black people. We ain't even got an NAACP office out here that's functionable. Okay. Um, I'm out here uh, where it's 70% white. I see things differently. Okay. Um, I don't know about y'all, man, but this is a race war. I believe you. I believe every. I believe everything that you're saying. I've been saying this for years. Um, it and it it. I can't say that it's sad, but I've been saying it for years that it's been that it's been coming, and the, these white people are. I don't know if they got empowered because of Trump or they just you know Trump gave them the power to step out and do whatever, but they're 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 behind you. And, what they have and that, that, officer, don't. that officer someone that in political office that will push their agenda. There is not one individual, black individual in office, in Congress, that feels the way you and I feel. No. And if and if there is, they're they're not gonna speak up. They're they're not gonna speak well, up. Well they can't but that officer okay. he didn't get fired, he got suspended. With pay, if you guys are looking, but they did suspend yeah. the two um, EMTs. They say who failed to help uh, the the young man after the police beat him. They wasn't the. I mean, it was just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like they wanted him to die, so it's a it's a lot. Yeah, not only that, man. They got them brothers. Hey, man, they apprehended those those officers. Swiftly I've never seen officers that have been Apprehended swiftly As swiftly as this They weren't apprehended as swiftly As this in George Floyd two years ago. See do y'all see Brother Brother we talked about that On last week's show We've never seen some of the things That we're seeing happen in this case We haven't seen We've never seen officers get fired like that You know you know, Reddy talked about it last week also about normally they're put on administrative leave for months at a time and, you know, there's no video that's released. And, you know, we're seeing the total opposite in this case than we've ever seen before. Now, they just had that young man's funeral just this past week. All right. Everybody showed up to this young man's funeral. All right. Uh, Al Sharpton was at the funeral. The vice president was at the funeral, right? We've never seen these kind of things happen before. I don't know if it was true or not. I'm sorry. I seen something on social media at the guy's funeral. I don't know if it's true or not, but they had a white dude in all black with a swastika on his arm. And then he took it off. I don't know if that was like you know, trick photography, you know, manipulated propaganda, um, you know, but, uh, yeah, man, this is clearly a race war. And if y'all don't see this, man, you, 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 you have to, okay? If you know the history of Joe Biden, I'm just going to say this. If you know the history of Joe Biden, okay, and you voted for Barack Obama twice, okay, um, it, 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 they they put us in a rock and a hard spot. Well, I think this is um, payback. This is well, payback. Well, well, yeah, I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't argue with you there. I think that 
you know, in the wake Payback of, you, you, know, you know, even though it's been a number of years since, you know, Obama has, you know, occupied the Oval Office, I think that, you know, folks are never going to get over that. I think that, you know, we're going to continue to be in No, we're never going to get over that. But listen, all I'm saying is his, his running mate for eight years, his running mate, Joe Biden, for eight years. Man, go check out Joe Biden. Joe Biden wanted, wanted to incarcerate niggas for life. Do y'all understand that? For 30 years while he was in office, man, he opposed everything black. Well, Joe Biden is a friend of black folks. I am no Joe Biden fan. I didn't want him running for... for When when he was young, man, they used to catch him talking about, man, put him in jail. Google it. There's a lot of stuff. Bro, you're absolutely right. There's a lot of stuff that you could go because, you know, Biden is known for being loose with his lips. All right. He's famous for that. Yeah, man. He used to be on their side over there. Yeah, so there's plenty of stuff that you could go and you can look up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, uh, uh, some folks like to call him Jim Crow Joe. You know what I'm saying? He is. Yeah, man, for real. Mm-hmm. He is they not a, up, you know, he is not a, a, a true friend of, of black folks, you know. Uh, there's, this, there's this history with the crime bill. He helped write that crime bill that so many uh, black folks in the 80s and the 90s. So, you know, Jim Crow Joe, Joe Biden is not a real friend of black folks, but because of black folks' affinity and, and, and connection for years and years, I guess over the last 50 years at least, to the Democratic Party, he's benefited from that. And you know, to one party over the other has never served us, served us well. And um, I think until, you know, we realize this, you know, I mean, today could be the Democrats, tomorrow could be the Republicans, but on either side of it, you have to be very narrow about what your issues are, what your concerns are, and whichever one of those parties happens to be in control or want to be in control or that want you, make them pander to you, all right? People don't like that word, but make them pander to you. Make them come and kiss your feet and have them give you what it is that you want. Otherwise, you don't support those candidates and you don't give them a job because your vote allows them to stay in office and continue to get their bloated salaries and allow them not to do the things that we want them to do once we put them back into those offices. So stop voting for these clowns. Say, nah, I ain't voting for nobody. F all of y'all. That's basically it. That's basically just so right. period because none of them are on, I'm going to say, the side of us instead of us being on their side. None of them are on the side of us. They, um, when he, the young man that was talking about the race war, we've been on the, you know, right here with the race war situation all since all our lives. I'm down there 60, so it's never changed for, for me. My eyes don't see a change. You know, and it says that saying, the, the more things change, the more things stay the same. They were just doing it undercover. They were just doing it under, under you know, under in plain sight. But, you know, we're so busy killing each other or doing whatever it is that we do, we didn't pay them growing in a massive number any attention. But 
I can say this about my people, that we are not as blind and as dumb as they want us to think or they want to think because we are also um, going and we we are not the only few that see what's coming. So and see what see what's happening as far as this war is concerned, and and I think that these white people, whoever these races are, whoever it is that wants to be involved in this situation, they need to know that this is not the 60s, 40s, this is not the 50s, this is not the 70s, and there's a whole different generation of black people, men and women, who are ready to do you in. Now I I recognize this on a different level when um what was what was it called they hit California what was it um the terrorists that hit California hit my hometown San Bernardino a few years back five years back um uh, what was it called it was a terrorist group that um ooh, what was it Cypress Cypress <sighs> You guys know the terrorist group that they were after, and it hit San Bernardino. It hit California. The um, nobody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> what? Um, no, I'm sorry. No, it was a it's a terrorist group. They were they were um um Arabian something else um Arabic. It wasn't it wasn't a white supremacy group. But my point is that that. People in my hometown, when the police were, they hit up the, the college that my daughter went to because she was at Cal State University. And at the time, I was in New York, and I couldn't get in touch with my daughter. It was a, uh, they still, it started with C, CIS something. But anyway, uh, Trump was trying to get them. ISIS, that's what it was, ISIS, that ISIS terrorist group that hit California. Anyway, I lost a couple of friends. It hit the county building in California, in San Bernardino, and it hit the Cal State University. Like I said, I was in New York at the time. When I tell you that I get a phone call from people in Los Angeles and the police are trying to stop the gang members from Los Angeles from coming into San Bernardino to kill these people because of the one, they knew that they were going to kill them really, you know, special. But the fact that they they were armed and they were licensed to be armed and they were coming out this way. They didn't make it because San Bernardino um, gangs and gang members had already hit them up coming this way. So they had turned these people around. My point is they're not as quiet as they were in the 50s and the 60s. These black people my black people are not getting ready to play games with these white people. They're not going to bow their heads. They're not going to, yes, sir, no, sir. And I said last week, and I stick by my word, these five black men who committed this crime, this is not what everybody thinks it is. I don't know what they had on these black men in order for them to do this, but I believe it has something to do with what that young man just said about this race war. That was something, that was a sacrifice, and and these black men were, were you know, the, the um, you know, that was the lamb, and they did the sacrifice, and it was to save something, either a family what member, you, you don't know if they you know, what you, were kidnapped, you don't know. You know, but you know, it does seem kind of, it does seem kind of intuitive, though. Now, you would think that. If they really wanted to, because this is what I said, you know, last week, you know, about, you know, the lack of 
you know, response from the black community. If they really wanted to set it off, they would have made it five white guys. Black folks would have went crazy if they would have saw five white guys holding this guy up. You know, five white guys holding holding this guy up and, and slugging him out like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, there would have been protests back in the streets like we saw a couple of years ago the next night. All right, if they really wanted to set it off like that. Um, I do think that, you know, they, they I think that they do want to change the storyline. I think they do want to change the narrative, you know, in terms of, you know, see, you know, it's not it's not just, you know, white cops, it's black cops that do it to black and and and, and, and you know, everything along 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 those kind of lines. Um I don't know. I don't know, Reddy. You know, I, I think that uh, I think there's something crazy is going on and it does seem kind of, you know, kind of strange. But, you know, these were police officers. They bought into the whole system, you know, and, you know, I think that, you know, when you're in that kind of an environment, you're going to do as as you see the other, uh, you know, participants in your organization, the other officers, you're going to do as you see them do because you want to be uh part of that you know what i'm saying you want to get along you want to be accepted and if you don't if you don't I engage in the same, same kind of behavior they're going to think that you know you're not one of them i get what you're saying it's just the way that it followed i just don't believe that it's just that simple or just that easy that what happened i just don't see it like that because i'm i can't explain it but i just see it as being something deeper than these five black men beating this one man to death for no reason just because they had nothing else to do for one and this mm-hmm. is one the body cams were on at, at all times right yeah they had to have known with them being black that this was going to go to the front of the line they didn't try to cover up their cameras at one time anytime i've seen a, a video where white people have beat black people up or beat a black man up there there are always some hand over their chest or you can hear something where they told the, the dispatcher or whoever's in charge of the camera to turn the cameras off or something. You will hear something to that nature. You didn't see one time them trying to cover up what they were doing, knowing, mm-hmm. you know, that it was going going to get out. They had to know where they were, that there were eyes in the sky, and that's where you get that view from, that upper view. They had to have known this. Now, nobody was out there taking video of that. There was no pedestrians on the street taking video of it. The other thing is is how fast it hit. There is something other, deeper than what we think it is. And and I don't want to say that I'm hoping that it's not because I really don't want to believe that these were just two, the five, six dumb assholes that just didn't care about another black man because they're part of this white, uh, what did we call them last week? These, um, the overseers of the plantation, because that's what cops are, that they're part of the the um, house niggas, that they were house mm-hmm. niggas, and they were just mm-hmm. doing what the master told them to do. I would hate to think that. Mm-hmm. I, I really would. I would rather believe that they had their kids held hostage or their wife where they were killing their mother and telling yeah, them, if you don't do this, we're going to kill everybody in your family. So it's either you or your family. So you can well, go I to think, prison for the rest of your life, 
or we're going to kill your whole family. Well, I think that maybe, you know, just like you're alluding to, maybe that would be easier for a lot of people to accept that, okay, they were put under pressure to do this, not that, not that they're just depraved slime ball. I think that people maybe uh, they'll they'll put that they'll put that out there as another almost as a you know as a reason to to, to justify them doing this because nothing else makes sense. All right, they have to be all right. You know, they have to be drugged. They have to be hypnotized. They they have to be under some kind of a pressure, you know, in order for them to do this. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it. I think that makes it easier for the public at large, for us, for people in general, to accept that kind of deal, for black people in particular, to accept that, you know, yeah, kind I would of behavior. Believe anything other than, yeah. I would rather believe anything other than what I saw. Because mm-hmm. it, it, just, it just fell too much into, it just fell like dominoes to me. Like it was yeah. set up too perfectly for me to just believe that it just happened. Well, Without, I don't. Know, I don't necessarily doubt you because, you know, women's intuition and, and is, is a real thing. And, you know, you guys do have a certain kind of insight at times that, you know, can sometimes um, be quite accurate. I'm not going to lie. So, you know, you may be, you definitely may be onto something. But, um, yeah, this is Dirty Basement Radio. We're having another real deep conversation in relation to this uh, Tyree Nichols. Once again, a lot of information has come out, and I'm quite sure a lot of information will continue to come out. But uh, we're going we're gonna to jump into a little bit of music, then we're going to come back. And uh, I got one more subject that I do want to touch on, another, another situation, another tragic, tragic situation happened uh, just this past week. All right, let's get ready to get into this music. Uh, by request from Mr. Raw, all right, let's bring it back one more again. Real hot song by my girl Reddy. She's been... Uh, Helping us out the past couple of weeks. Love to have you back on the airwaves. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. All right, this is her latest heat rock. This is called Side Chick.
It's your girl, Bella Flame, and you're tuned in to DJ Sincere on the Dirty Basement Radio. Check out my hot new single, Look Big, right now. For you disrespect me, please don't disrespect me. Fuck you, please don't test me. Watch your mouth, watch your mouth, little bitch. Uh-huh. Little bitch. Gone, little bitch, go pop your shit. They mad cause you on your shit. Got your own bag, everything legit. Let them keep talking that make you lit, little bitch. Little bitch. Little mama, she bad, she been a pro. Second her paper, she say I'm go. Never worry about a hoe. Ho. Talk a bitch, she a bitch, she a Keep her bending to herself. Stayin' on the ground, she don't need no help. By herself, no judge, no jury. She said she her bitch, they blue. On car and on house. Living with somebody, not what she bout. Laughing at you if you flexing If you want her, come correct She not with the disrespect Natural beauty, natural booty This her life and how she do Hit the gym if she wanna It don't matter, they still want Smelling sweet, and she soft Hell look good, lips ain't glossy Watch nigga shit not on her mind Just make sure your shit in line Bust it open if you want it Everybody ain't deserving Make your money, don't let it make you Do what you wanna do Competition, you don't see none Grab low, so you see Pythons Keep Beretta in her bag Gun permit on that, don't act But she ain't looking for no trouble Cool and sexy and real humble Now I know why his ex is mad at me 
cause I fucked him like he supposed to be. Grip the handle with a tight grip. He thought that I couldn't handle the stick. I'm just right with the nice fit. Shit, now he the one that's with. You hitting all the right corners real smooth. But you gotta speed it up, speed it up. You got the green light, daddy, now take off. But you better beat it up, beat it up. He's still into me after post-nut clarity. When he with the next chick, he's fantasizing of me. Oh, my God, oh, my God. Just make sure you don't come inside. Come ride with me. Come ride with me. Is you catching this ride, baby? Uh-huh. Or is you coming inside, baby? Come ride with me. Is you catching the pride, baby? Or is you coming inside? My boo Maliki likes to feed me. Greg likes to eat me. Alex dropped them bands, but he's too nice. Money, then what you 
I know if you ain't talking money, what you talking about? I told y'all, like, you know, Agala said, played the song early in the show. I don't go places where I don't get money. You know what I'm saying? That's where y'all find me at. <laughs> you don't find me there. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why. Just that simple. Got to get that bread. Dirty Basement Radio playing all the hottest young ladies, all the hottest female artists. All right, we got them all right here on Dirty Basement Radio. I just finished listening to Finesse. I think before that we had um, uh, my girl Bella Flames. Of course, you heard the hot new song by Reddy. Got all the hot young uh, ladies. Uh, you heard Lady Miz also uh, in that in that set also. So, yeah, straight like that here on Dirty Basement Radio. Big shout to my dude A1. I see him just coming into the building. I right, big shout out to my dude. I but there was one more thing that I did want to talk about, y'all. One more thing that I did want to talk about. There was another unfortunate uh, happening, uh, Mr. Raw. Uh, there was a uh, young man that was shot uh, in uh, California, actually. Uh, he was, and this, this, this is a crazy story because he was a double amputee. This uh, a gentleman had both of his legs amputated. But apparently he had gotten into an altercation earlier and um, he had stabbed someone, you know, the report was. And, you know, the police were called and uh, apparently he found himself off of his wheelchair. He was actually on the sidewalk and he was, you know, trying to move away from them. He had, to, you know, he still had the knife apparently. And... um but he was apparently moving away from them, but they shot him as he was, uh, I believe he was actually shot you know, in the back. And this is like, why, you know, you have somebody who's not even able-bodied, who's not physically, you know, totally physically capable of mobility. And there's no other way that you could have subdued somebody who's a W amputee, who uses a wheelchair, who's off of his wheelchair, which greatly, greatly limits his mobility. And there's no other way that you could have subdued him without shooting him. Have y'all, have you heard about that, Mr. Raw? Have you heard about that? Raw? I see we get Mr. Raw back connected at a later moment. All right, but let me go to Reddy right now and see if she happens to have heard about this story. Have you heard about that story? Yes, I've heard about this story, which is crazy because, of course, the news is going to hit it up. You know, um, uh, Anthony, you know, was armed and dangerous with a knife. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. the police had to use force because he was going to chase them with his, uh, on his knees. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. pretty famous why he's on his knees with no arms or, you know, no legs. Yeah. And um, once he caught up with them, he was going to use his mouth to stab them with, so to hold them down. And then, you know, he was going to stab all of them. So, of course, they had to shoot him in the back. And so, you and it know, says um, that, um, you know, I'm looking at the story now, and it says Low, you know, that was his last name, Anthony Low, a uh, black man who lost his legs. And, I read an earlier story where they said that he lost his legs in an incident, in an earlier incident that involved police. So I have to really look back at that a little bit, but I was reading an earlier story about it, and it said that you know the reason that he became a WFT was because of a of an earlier you know a police situation. 
But it says that uh, he lost his leg last year and had not yet received his prosthetic that he had stabbed the 46-year-old man on uh, January 26th before he mm-hmm. used a stun gun and fatally shot him. All right, so first they used a stun gun and then they shot him. It says, Remy's cell phone video posted on social media appears to show low whose legs were amputated at the knee, leaving the wheelchair behind and scrambling along the sidewalk, followed by officers with guns drawn. I mean, yeah. If this wasn't a real situation, you would you you wouldn't you wouldn't believe that it was happening. This it, it seems like you know some 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 skit that you would see. Like this this can you can't be serious that you know no, someone you, you who, actually, once again someone who is. I'm sorry. Did you see the video? No, ma'am. Oh, you have to look at the video. The video will show him walking on his knees away from them but they their thing was they were close enough to him for him to throw the knife at them so they decided to, to shoot him because they, they said that they they tried to stun him with the stun gun but it didn't work. So, you know, if that didn't work so we're just gonna shoot him. You know, because hey man, so, he has knees and you so know, were, he can walk on his knees when he was after us. So they were close enough to him but they felt that they had to shoot him, that that was the only recourse that, <laughs> you know, that you have. You know, once again, you have someone who's disabled, they're disabled, you know, to the point of not having all of their limbs. And the only thing that they could do in order to, you know, subdue this man, you know, fatally, to shoot him. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, just when you think that it doesn't get any more, you know, uh, any more insane, you know, there's something like this. I remember a case a couple of years ago where, you know, there was a, a, a little guy and, you know, the police were, you know, they wanted him for whatever reason the situation was. And he was actually laying on the ground with his arms stretched out in front of him, and they still shot him. So, you know, it seems as if the police a lot of times will take any opportunity that they could find to inflict harm on somebody. You know, and... I think it's a right of passage for them. I think that mm -hmm. a lot of times when they do it, they get initiated into whatever it is that they... Dude, I was watching this movie. I don't know if you if you had the pleasure and the, the displeasure of watching it. It came out a couple of years ago. It was called uh, Karen. Did you see Karen? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> you might get this. You have to watch Karen if you haven't seen it. Anyway, uh, Karen's brother actually is a police officer. Actually, was a police officer, and you know um, he was a dirty cop, of course. You know, hated black people, black kids, black whatever. And um, his uh, when a when a good cop tried to step in, you know, and told him what he was gonna do because he knows what he you know he's doing violating black people. He says, "I wish you would, you know, because you won't live you won't live past the moment you tell." Because I am, and always will be, um, a member of the brotherhood, and it's not just about blue, you know. He said, "I am from the something eternal." 
fraternity of the brotherhood of, you know, with the police officer, you know, situation. But I always believe this, whether it's fiction or not, I always believe that behind every lie is the truth. You know, if, if behind every lie is the truth. That had to come from somewhere. So I always believe that, too. I remember a few years ago when, when the police was fighting with this motorcycle um, gang out here, and the police got real, they got real gangster with it because the motorcycle gang was, was like, trying to kill the whole the police department. They had um, put hoses with uh, propane gas inside of their uh, air ducts inside of the police department. And about 40 other police officers got really sick and had to take them. And then they did a, you know, how they do the newscaster, you know, and the police made a statement. They were like, um, it's more it's more of us than it is you. If you want to take us on, come on, because we are from, we have a fraternity, you know, and an inner sanction, you know, pretty much where another cop kind of elbowed him to get him to shut up. So the police, I think that when they do dumb crap like this or just sick business like this, they're getting inducted, you know, this, this is your rite of passage. Show us that you want to be a part of this, and these are the, you know, these are the perks that you get. You know, you just don't be a part of this. This is like a fraternity, and we'll protect you for the rest of your life, you know. Um, and so, you know, they, they just do whatever they want to do. It's dumb. I've seen it when they shot that one guy, and he was on the ground. The guy said, why did you shoot me? And did you see what the officer's response was? No, the officer shrugged his shoulders. He shrugged his shoulders. He says, I don't know. That's what he said. He said, I don't know. The guy said, why did you shoot me? Why did you shoot me? And he, he's like, I don't, I don't know. I was scared. I don't, I'm on the ground. I am on the ground. Why would you shoot me if I'm on the ground? I don't know. You know? So, and they get away with so much. Uh, yeah, it's six, seven. seven years ago. Yeah, when they shot the guy for selling videotapes and, you know, his people is in the car, his son is in the car, and they raffle him to the ground, and he's moving. He don't have a weapon. He's just moving. And they tell him, if you don't stop moving, we're going to shoot you. And he put that gun right to that man's chest and shot him in the chest in front of his baby. Mm. He didn't wow. have a weapon. He just shot him. And one of the officers, when he shot him, one of the officers jumped up like, what the F did you just do? And you can hear him say that. What did you just do? You know, he wouldn't stop moving. You know, did he get in trouble? No. It no. was part of his initiation. So, you know, you know. I mean, now this case would, now I guess we'll see, you know, but this case with, uh, with Tyree Nichols, I, I, I'm starting to think that this, may just be a one-off case. And what I mean by that is that what we're seeing play out in this case, the kind of response to it, the media response, the way information is being released so quickly, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I don't think we're going to see this again. I think when we see other cases of police misconduct, uh, misconduct, excuse me, it's going to revert to the old playbook. All right? The the uh, uh, the circling of the wagons, right? The, the closing of the ranks is going to happen. The uh, a lack of transparency is going to go back to being the norm. The information is got not going to be released in a timely fashion, like we're seeing in this case. When we watch these other cases happen across the country, now you would think that 
this would be or could become the template for you know future action and how things should play out but i don't i really don't i really don't think that that's going to be the case all right dirty basement radio now giving real talk along with real music let's jump back with some more of this music of my man kv in the building let's do this one for him Now, yeah, now I can hear myself. Yeah, I can hear it. Turn music up a little bit. This that Portland player shit here, man, and y'all gon' respect it. Ain't no other way in the world. I'ma let the square ass nigga disrespect it. Now check it. For my OGs, my YGs, and my old school P's. My real true hustlers and my real nuggets that been having in the streets. Bag snatching and grab bagging, knuckles getting dirty, man. Clock punching half hour lunches and getting real quick, fast in a hurry, man. I'm from the game, OG been lasting. Now what that tell you? That it's in me, not on me, and I stay mashing and stacking. Now little mama got three kids on welfare in section eight. Hustling and studying, working hard, bartending, strip club, and doing homework on her lunch break. Now see, her daddy taught her how to turn shit to sugar, and her mama showed her how to bake more than just a cake. She's a beauty born from the ghetto, but all y'all see is just another pretty black face. Ignorance to the blind eyes, bliss for a false faith. Victimized by the same apocalypse that the masses perpetuate. This that sporty shit. When you pull broken black, excellence is the only option. There ain't no other way around it, man. Listen to the million dollar when he talking. This that sporty shit. Fighting demons, dodging bullets, God sending signs, I'm trying to read them. At the same time, fight for my freedom. My niggas locked on that slave ship, they won't free them. They kids first steps, they won't see them. Single mother back to the wall, who gon' feed them? She posts on back page, took a call. I don't judge her, she lack opportunity. Unlike them cops and judges, they shoot you in broad day, give you life like it's nothing. Kill a nigga, sell his organs like his life mean nothing. Nothing's fair, nothing's free. If you colored, you ain't free. Free your mind from them chains, it's 2018. I'm a crowd in the street, her son was barely 18, body laying in the street, shooter got away clean, homicide, genocide, hood gentrified, most sheep hypnotized and I sympathize, six. Straight trip and catch a lick. 
Like a hit giving his wages to a porn old chick Ooh, I do this to stifle like a band off the Eiffel I'm trying to be angelic like that angel Michael Big house in New Wicks, all that stuff is so sick And a brick house wife, and a smoking side chick Don't get me wrong, I love the dough from the pound But it's the knowledge of God that makes the world go round uh, I'm hitting you with courage, but you're standing in my range This is no illusion, this is torment like Doc Strange I'm hitting you with courage, but you're standing in my range This is no illusion, this is torment like Doc Strange uh, I'm hitting you with courage, but you're standing in my range This is no illusion, this is torment like Doc Strange I'm hitting you with courage, but you're standing in my range This is no illusion some chicks look so good, but their mind is not ready. I don't know. I'd rather talk to a grown queen, cause her mind is more steady. So here we go. Mama never said it'd be days like this. I'm caught in the mist, pumping my black fist. But there's no color in a spiritual battle. I thought we were together before the Tower of Babel. Let me dumb this down. It's too deep for some ears. Some are more influenced by lies and fears. While others are clear and lose touch with reality You can't be a kick man on a vacant salary Know your legs before you fall off a cliff And don't put all your faith in Uber and Lyft For some it's a curse, but to me it's a gift Make yourself a legend instead of a man or a myth I'm not pro-black or anti-white I'm just focused on being a being a light While some remain strange and make false claims I change my name while being that change uh, I'm hitting you with courage cause you're standing in my range This is no illusion, this is torment like Doc Strange I'm hitting you with courage cause you're standing in my range This is no illusion, this is torment like Doc Strange uh, I'm hitting you with courage cause you're standing in my range This is no illusion, this is torment like Doc Strange I'm hitting you with courage Cause you're standing in my range This is no illusion This is torment like Doc Strange Yeah Yeah Yeah, Dirty Basement Radio We're doing it for the fellas right now Big shout out to Hi Tariq Gonna keep it going with this brand new music Coming from Hopper Big shout out to that brother We had a fantastic interview with him On these airwaves a couple weeks ago, make sure you go back and check the archives of Dirty Basement Radio with that great interview with Hopper, one of the original, mem- original members of Killer Army. All right, this is his new heat right here. This is FDM. Bag life. Everything Franklin, nigga. This is foreign designer music, music. This is good dope, just don't abuse it, abuse it. I was born a Capricorn, hustle been a goat, goat. Shorty been sucking me off, call a queen throat. Side note, my pen game is gun smoke. Put my wrist to the shit like a cake mix. Stand my face on a brick, now that's a dope flick. And I'm no nonsense for any nuisance. I ain't forgot, I'ma tighten up them loose ends. Paper was thin, so I knew I couldn't win. This is Chestnut Checker, shout out Bink and Becker. Spotted up trench, nigga, this is Def Leppard. Big salmon over rice, roast chili peppers. Nice on seven bubble goose with the deck tuck. I ain't allergic to the trap, it's just a game different. Niggas ain't solid as you think, and the rules missing. Tight nigga shoot at you, but he miss you. Shoot back, he get hit. Penny snitch, fuck we at with the code, it's like it never was Pull the plug on the plug, nine double for the drugs Marble hot tub, smoking buds in these studs It's really and Uzi, ready to make a movie Yours truly, fuck 
walking up, shorty doobie. 94 flow, this is Biggie Small Juicy. Hungry like Tony, half an hour through the movie. Hands on my dick while I'm rocking all this jewelry like. This is boring designer music. This is good dope to don't abuse. This is boring designer music. This is good dope to don't abuse. Vodka fresh mango, Pyrex payroll, more mayo than the rest of the pussy. We was laying on them pussies in the bushes This a different type of cloth, whole other fabric This is blue magic, cut with black magic Stamped to Doogee Voodoo, Bumpy Johnson Lingo Smoking rosé, ringing around the roses His neck and his wrist frozen, that's what Shorty noticed Monumental moment, maximizing effort Sitting down in seats with all the top investors This is noteworthy, I shoot like curry Even off angle, pop the top off your Pringle Lining up my lingo, like my sneaker wall Did a little flipping, this is how we ball Mule dope through these lines like a drug star I got 12 miles to feed the last subpar This nigga subpar, dinner rolls and gravy Shot to put him in a diaper like little baby This the type of flow, got him fucking with me crazy My DC niggas be like slim so shady Whipping every brick up like four in a baby The black M&M, good dick for my women Frank gangster and a gentleman And it was three times for the dope nigga He got funky for them dividends this is boring designer music, music. This is good dope, just don't abuse it, music. This is boring designer music, music. This is good dope, just don't abuse it, music. Yeah, Dirty Basement is always giving you the most exclusive music. All right, that was Hopper with FDM, Foreign Designer Music. I remember when you heard that joint first. Now, if you like that, all right, and if you enjoyed that interview that we did with Hopper uh, a couple of weeks back, all right, that exclusive interview, I got a super, super exclusive interview. I guess I can let the cat out the bag now. I guess I can let the cat out the bag. All right, now, if you know anything about, you know, the group Killer Army, if you know the history of Killer Army, uh, the original members, you know what I'm saying, group members, etc., etc. I you know that there's a original member of the group by the name of Killer Sin. I Killer Sin has uh, not given an interview in years until now. Yeah, you know I got the exclusive right. We're gonna be releasing that soon. I, I did that interview. Uh, that interview had to be done actually behind the scenes. We weren't able uh, to do that uh, live on the air, but we're going to release that interview uh, maybe next week, so uh, definitely stay tuned for that super, super exclusive interview uh, coming up on Dirty Basement Radio with uh, Killer Sin, uh, one of the original members of Killer Army. All right, stay tuned for that. All right, Dirty Basement Radio, once again, the most exclusive interview. I told you, all right, the rule is back. Right, I'm sorry. All right, I'm sorry, y'all. Maybe get out my easy chair. Maybe put down the blunt and the cavassier. Now, we here now. We here now. We here now. All right, we're going to keep this vibe going. We're going to keep this vibe going. Bitch, shout out to my dude, A1. We vibing with this one. This is Ghetto Gospel.
pull your card, no need for bluffing. I'm an ace of spade, nigga. Didn't cut her off for nothing. You can see me when you see me. If you don't, don't get to cussing. Yeah, I hate it, but I love it. Cause you know I get to fussing. I just wanna make your day bright while we love in the dark. Got you thinking about the times while you be trying to play a part. Cause I touch you in a way that got you coming back for more. Don't you ever say I'm never there that early morning, love. Let me lay it down. 
I don't wanna brag, but my swag is one of a kind. I'm not here to waste your time with some corny line. My Mac is in check, I had it from way back. I'm not a youngster in the game, stuck in the similar lag. But in fact, I'm on my grown man B.I. So you can have whatever you like, just like B.I. But see, I'm not just here for trading places. I know what a woman's worth and why the put on this earth. This earth, I've been developing my Mac. And now that it's perfected, there's no holding this back. And no one in the club got a swag and life more. It's something that you know the sister came in the store as a thing from the floor. Cause I'm different than the others. You can't compare me to a whole lot of brothers. And on my Mac and swag, I'm not here to play around. I'm just here to lay it down. So let me lay it down. Yeah, Dirty Basement Radio, doing it for the fellas right there. Just finished listening to my dude, Mr. Roy. Let me see if I can scrounge Mr. Roy back up. He got lost. Mr. Roy, where you at? You? I was, I was, I was in the cut. Sound like, yeah, can you hear like, me? Yeah, sound like you was taking a nap. You was taking a nap. Let me find out. Mr. No, no, no. I, had, I was doing, I was doing laundry. <laughs> <laughs> I, was oh, doing, man, I, walked away, I walked away from the phone. Doing? I was doing laundry. I was over here. What you over there? Folding the socks or something, man? What, what's going on here? What was doing laundry, yeah, I was man? Multi- ain't no time. I, I, I was multitasking. <laughs> ain't no time to be doing the laundry, man. We on the airways, man. Y'all check this out. His wife got him doing housework and whatnot. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to talk to Mrs. Raw. I'm gonna talk to Mrs. Raw. Mrs. Raw, you got, you got, you got to lighten up a little bit. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! No, no, it was by choice. It was by choice because uh, it's it's one of those. Today was a good day. You know, it was a, it was a a mild day. It had a little rain going on, and you know, I know I was looking forward to the show, but then at the same token, I said, let me get that out of the way. You know, Mrs. She had some way to. She had something to do, so I was multitasking. <laughs> my bad. Okay, okay, okay. My bad, my bad. You know, Mr. Roy just being a good husband. He just being a good husband. You know, what I'm saying my bad. I thought the wife was cracking the whip. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think she won't do it though. <laughs> let's 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 get that clear. Wifey will. Yeah, I know that's whip. right. I know that's right. I know that's right. I right, keep you on your P's and Q's, Mr. Roy. But act right. Act right. All right, you know, don't, you know don't. All right, don't be a misfit like me, Mr. Roy. Don't be a misfit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you were, if, I'm pretty sure if you was in a certain situation the, uh, with a certain person, you wouldn't have to do certain things. So you you know. I know the whip wouldn't need to be cracked. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 716. Yeah. <laughs> 716. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, so what you trying to say, Mr. Uh, right, what, what you trying to you, say? You say that I would just, 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 I would just automatically act right. That's what you trying to say? <laughs> I think, I think so. <laughs> uh, I, I think, I think that the saying is acting accordingly. Yes, I think so. <laughs> Mr. Roy. Sometimes I be wondering whether you really on my side or not, Mr. Moore. I don't know. Hey, hey, listen. listen. Facts remains that the truth is the truth until it becomes true. So you never know what could happen until that 
certain situation comes to fruition. But I'm I'm hopeful. You know, I'm always in, I'm, I'm always hopeful and good grace. Oh my goodness. Y'all just oh listen, y'all need to stop. The two of you guys just need to really stop. First of all. I mean, like I said, I'd be wondering, I'd be wondering, I'd be wondering if you're really on my side, Mister Roy. I don't know. I think you'd be out there. I think I think you'd be trying to get me, Mister Roy. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm keep my eye on you. No, no, Do no. Do you really no, be wondering no. if he's on your side? Do you really be wondering that? I don't well, what do you think? What do you think, Freddie? Whether or not you're on his side or not. Yeah. I, I, I think you're a man, so of course you're on his side, regardless of regardless of oh, the situation. Oh, so it's that, just that it's just that whole. See, it's just that okay. All right, it's just that just that, it's just that whole. It's just it's just that whole man thing. It's just that whole man's club thing. Just like the ladies got the ladies club, you know, they got the sisterhood, and you know, they hold each other down. You know, right no, or no, wrong. No, 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 no. You can you confusing you confusing being on your side for. For him believing that you're right, being on your side means regardless, I'm gonna stick by him whether he's wrong or right. Um, I'm gonna tell him later he's wrong, but you know I'm gonna stick by him because you know I'm a man. He know when you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 You, okay. You I guess. You don't want to argue today. Me? Well, I said early in the show I was gonna behave. All right. I'm trying to keep my word. I said oh I was gonna behave. <laughs> that just that just sounds so not good. That sounds so not good. Yeah, so okay, I right. so. That sounds so, so not good. But I want to say something to you real quick because yes, before you yes, went to music, you said that you that you believe that this was going to be the last time that that we seen something like this because of um you know the the um severity of it and you know what's taking place of it. You feel like this is going to be the last time. That's how you feel. Well, I think it's going to be the last time that we see it play out the way that it's played out. Not the last time we're going to see these kind of incidents and, you know, police violence or police brutality. I think it's the last time that we're going to see, you know, the media treated the way the media has been treating it. I don't think we're going to see the video being released as fast. You're not going to see the vice president go to the funeral. None of that is going to happen again. I, that, that's what I mean. I think okay, everything that we see. Let me ask you a question. Yes, ma'am. Let me ask you a question. How many times did they have to sacrifice Jesus? That beg your pardon? How many times was Jesus sacrificed? How many times was Jesus sacrificed? Yeah, how many times did they did they put Jesus to death? How many times did and how oh. many did they have to do that it was once, right? Yeah. And people got and people got the message. Uh, I don't think people got, got the message. I think people were sacrificed before Jesus. They were sacrificed after Jesus. You know, That's a lot of people got... Uh, but it, was only, it, was only, it was only one sacrifice that meant something. Okay. It was only it was only one sacrifice that meant something. If if you believe in the word. So that was, that was it. There was no other that, that sacrifice that was given that that uh, atoned for our sins and made it possible for us to have what we have. So, okay, so, what? so my mm-hmm. point, my point is this: they only have to do it once. 
the young man, and I keep forgetting his name, but he is so such a powerful speaker. I think that's why I forget his name when he when he speaks. It kind of gives me chills, but it kind of makes me feel safe at the same time. Because I, and he's on your show. I don't I don't see him as a joke at all. Um, he he's very passionate when he speaks. Um, but when when he says that something is happening. He said it's a it's a race war. You can believe it coming or not. My point: mm-hmm. they don't have to do this thing again. They don't have to. They only have to do it once. And for those who are paying attention and listening, they got the message. So it doesn't have to be. And you said this has never happened before, where someone gets killed and you have the president there and all these people showed up. Um. You know, to to these funerals. You know, and if you're talking about the scenario with police brutality, you know, something like happen like this, where the police do this, then okay, I can say try to find another, you know, situation. No, um, and he wasn't a public figure, but this made him that. Um, did they show up? Did they show up when they um? Who went to the funeral of uh, the the last one? What was his name? And I'm sorry, but my my memory is not the one that talking about George Floyd. Yeah, yeah. Did any public figures besides? Well, I don't I don't recall the vice president showing up and 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 getting up and and speaking. I don't recall that happening. You know what I mean? But you, but you do recall you do recall that Black Lives Matter was all over it, right? Right. Where's Black Lives Matter? Have you heard them speak out one time against this? Where's Black Lives Matter? That's why I'm saying that this is deeper than what we think it is. Where's Black Lives Matter? Well, we haven't seen Black Lives Matter as an active organization in, I guess, over a year now. You know what I'm saying? After. No, I mean, I haven't seen much of them or heard much of them uh, being active uh, with uh, any of the uh, happenings that's going on in the community since uh, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. That's the last okay, that we've really heard heard much of uh, Black Lives Matter as an organization. Because that they, they made big headlines, right? Mm-hmm. And they're they're really only visible when it comes to big headlines. How big? How I'm, this is bigger than all of them. The loss is the same. I think Black but Lives it, Matter as an organization they've run their course. Ready? I think Black Lives Matter only exists as a memory and as a hashtag. We did a show about Black Lives Matter being uh, a scam. You know, we did a show about that quite a quite a long time ago. And we recognized okay. it back then. You know, they ran their course. You know, they made their money. You've seen the reports in the newspaper about them buying mansions and spending up all this money. But as far as anything being done for the betterment or the help of the community or any of the families that suffered those deaths and those tragic situations, nothing. Nothing. So they basically took the money and they ran. All right? If you took the time, if anybody took the time to go to their website, because like I said, we, we talked about it back then. If you took the time to go to their website and you read through what it is that they were, what what their thoughts were, what their plan was, what their desire as far as 
uh, what their organizational aims were uh, for the black community what and for the black. Was. What was that? Yeah. Uh huh. What that gender mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they were not an organization that was really for the betterment of the black community. Period. They had a whole entirely different agenda. All right, and it was not family friendly. Friendly, and uh, it really um, was anti-male on top of that. I, I never thought that they were for the black community in the second place. And in the first place, my, my heart always told me that they were a scam, but they were out there in the open. So yeah. whatever money that they made, I get it. But I'm going to ask you a question. If Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter, if, if you open up today, say a white cop shoots a little unarmed black boy or a black boy 13, 14. Um, do you think that Black Lives Matter is going to be there? Well, I mean, we see this case with the with the amputee. Uh, what were the race of those cops, do you know? Um, I don't I don't know yet. I don't know. Um, you know, but I'm sure that there's, you know, there's, there's going to be cases that continue, you know, that, you know, that continue to happen. So, you know, if they want to make themselves known and they want to come back out, but, you know, it, 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 it's, it's going to come across as being kind of phony. You know, it's going to come across as being, you know, just very opportunistic. You know, like, okay, well, you know, you were, you were very visible for, you know, quite a while. You got all this corporate support, all this, you know, all this visibility. And then you disappeared for the last year or two. And now all of a sudden you just want to pop back up when, you know, you can make a splash in a situation. Um, I think I, I don't, I would hope that the public isn't that dumb. Don't you know, I really do. I would hope the public wouldn't be that dumb and they they would see that for what it was. You know, there's a number of people out there that do understand that Black Lives Matter, you know, was a scam, unfortunately. And a lot of people got, got taken in from it. You know what I'm saying? They used, um, you know, the energy of the people, you know, which was earnest. You know, the energy of the people at that time, the people who were out there in the street, that was real. That was organic. You know what I mean? And they harness that energy for their own purpose in order to prop themselves up and to line their pockets. You know what I'm saying? Because at... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't say everybody because there's still a lot of people out there who support the Black Lives Matter movement. But you can say in a lot of... I don't care if, if you pick up a snake and you throw it in somebody's lap and the snake bite them. If they don't want to believe that they were bit by a snake, they're not going to believe that, no matter the evidence. I have the snake in my hand. This is the snake that bit you. That's not the snake that bit I didn't get bit by a snake. So you said you would hope that people would be, like, you know, open and say, you know, you did this, you know, we know what you're about. People are only going to believe what they want to believe. But my, my thing is, is this. Was that the nephew that got killed by police last month? I'm sorry? The nephew of the or the, the nephew, the school teacher that the police killed last month, the Black Lives Matter school teacher, one of right, the right, nephews right. of the. Yes. Okay. So, have you heard anything else about that? No, I no, I haven't. That kind of disappeared off the like, radar. That seemed like yeah, that seemed like that disappeared off the radar. It sure did. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, 
I can't tell you. I'm just saying this is my thing. All of this is going to come full circle. All of this is going to come full circle. Like where was Black Lives Matter doing that? And where is Black Lives Matter doing this situation right here? It, it fell completely off the radar. Now, maybe we'll hear something about it a little bit, but, but th- you would think this would be their biggest protest, right? The one with them killing they, their own people. They're one of the, you know, them killing but, her cousin. Well, yeah, you would think so. You would think so. And, um, you would, you would, yeah, I, you, know, I, you know, I do think that is kind of crazy, you know, now that you mention it, right. that, and you know, that and happened. He, and he's screaming. Screaming, the police are trying to kill me. Right. You know, I, I'm I'm moving away from the police, and another police stop him. Get in the street. The police, the people are trying to kill me. The police are trying to kill me. You can hear it visibly on, you know, he's saying it and he's screaming. They're trying to kill me. Well, there's nothing wrong with him. He didn't do anything wrong. Why do I have to sit in the street? Somebody help me. They're going to kill me. He knew the police was going to kill him. But where's Black Lives Matter with all this film that you can't you? And I'm looking it up, and maybe it's just my commute, my computer. I'm trying to search the footage where the police. Um, and I would have to go to, I would have to go to YouTube to find how to find it. But yeah, you haven't seen anything else about that. All of this is going to come full circle as to why they didn't do anything about that or protesting that, and why they're not involved with this right here. Because there's still people who believe in their movement, believe in their cause. So they're not just going to shut it down because some people feel like they raised the money and took it in vault mansions and everything. What if they end up getting, like, close to $90 million? Yeah. 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 Like I said, they, they, they really caked off with that. And, you know, they took the money mm-hmm. and, and they ran. But, you know, it is a very odd situation that one of their own, one of their relatives would suffer right, would suffer the same fate that brought them really the prominence, right? He died at the hands of mm-hmm. the police. This is what brought Black Lives Matter into the public consciousness. They, you know, uh, uh, came out, you know, in support of, you know, certain uh, certain situations that happened where people, victims of police violence and police brutality. And then it happens to one of their own relatives, and they're nowhere to be found. There's nothing about it. It happens. He's just, you know, uh, you know, reportedly killed by police in the street. And the story just disappeared. It just disappeared. And um, I don't, I, you know, there's always uh, a potential conspiracy. You know, we got a few more minutes left in the show. There's always a, you know, potential conspiracy. You think that, you know, what it could be, you know, or what it, you know, what it might be, you know. And, and something sometimes in the back of my mind, I'm like, is this really even real? You know what I mean? Is this, you know, because we see it, but we don't see it. You know, who was actually there on site? You know, do we have any, you know, independent footage? The only thing that I've seen, and I'll I'll go back and I'll look again, you know, is, you know, uh, a still image, you know, from a certain angle where he's on the ground. I mean... But what really happened? You know, what's the real story behind that? Why was he stopped? What was going on? Like nothing. Nothing. You know, he was he, was, the, he was seen running across the street. He ran in, in front of traffic. The police officer was right there. He ran in front of the police officer that was on the bike. He ran in traffic. 
The police is telling him to stop. He says, I can't stop. Somebody's trying to kill me. You know, the police are trying to kill me. If you, you can you can hear him. He didn't do anything to have to sit down in the middle of the street. He's like, I can't sit down in the middle of the street, you know, and this is where they tackle him and they do all that stuff. I, I have to stop right now to get off that subject, but I want to ask you because this happened in New York and this is this has nothing to do with killing. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it was it happened in, in Chicago, but you being in the industry that you're being in, you see with this, um, and this is totally off the subject, where the 66-year-old woman uh, sold that $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. She sold $1.5 million worth of chicken wings? Yes. Is that what you said? She worked for the school district. Yeah, she worked for the school district. <laughs> she worked, she, was a, she was in charge of uh, ordering the food for the cafeteria work. And she stole one point million, one one and a half million dollars worth of chicken wings. Yes, but she was a black worker. And what was she going to do with all these chicken wings? You lie. You have to read. You have to read the story. Uh, I think her name was Vera Vera uh, Liddell, sixty-six-year-old mm, mm, mm. like, woman. Yeah, that sounds like an old school name. Vera Liddell. Yeah, that sounds like old school. <laughs> of over one point over one point five million dollars worth of uh, food. This is mostly chicken wings. Now, I know you guys seen in the past three years that they were saying that there two years that they were saying it was a chicken wing shortage, right? Mm-hmm. Which, which now we see why, right? <laughs> Why was a chicken wing shortage with with uh you know there wasn't a thigh or a leg shortage like these chickens were born deformed and didn't have wings or anything like that? But there's a whole story on on her, and I was thinking about you when I seen the story. Um, <laughs> I seen it a couple of weeks ago. Um, but she got she got caught last month, and um. She's been working for the school district, I think, for some 15 years. Mm. But she was in charge of doing the, the menu or making the whatever it is out. You know, when you order the food product for uh, uh-huh. she She sold 11,000 cases of chicken wings. She sold 11,000 cases of chicken wings. She was just covering up where, where the chicken wings were going. And... um. The, the, school, the school was never brought to the school and provided for the children. They don't know what the children got. You know That's what great. the bills were. Yeah. So she was she was she she made bail, which was not funny, but I think they set her a bail at a hundred and fifty thousand mm. um, dollars. But of course, this was a black school in Chicago. So, but she worked for the school district for fifteen years, and so. Um, they were saying Already, you, about know, the, the you know the new you know the new slang for money is chicken. So you sure she That's wasn't it. you sure she wasn't confusing <laughs> it saying I got that at one point five that I got that chicken. It says that the food service department has uh, surpassed its yearly budget of more than three hundred thousand dollars, despite only being halfway through the school year. That's how she got caught. <laughs> and you know, you know the other reason why she got caught, right? She had dementia. She, she really thought she thought chicken was money. 
And she's like, ah, y'all, y'all young people talk about chicken. I'm going to get that chicken. Hey, and she has, she I want to know. <laughs> I would. I really want to know what she thought that she was going to do. What? What? She, what did you say? Eleven thousand cases of chicken? I think <laughs> like, 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 like. Where was all of that being me. diverted to? I mean, was she? I mean, did she it, have a contract never, with? I mean, maybe she had a side deal with the supermarket. The you know, maybe she was. You know, maybe she <laughs> had a side deal with the supermarket. Yeah, oh, maybe, you know, maybe she maybe she was selling it to the Piggly Wiggly or something. You know, she was selling it to yeah, the Food Lion. So she she I would jump she out the eighteen wheeler. She would jump selling. She would jump out the eighteen wheeler and do the do the hand motions <laughs> like back up and you hit beep beep and then she goes you know, to the man like let me talk to you. You know, or I don't know. Look, or you know, like you know how. You know how in the summertime you see you see the guy on the side of the road and he'd be selling like the watermelons, he'd be selling the watermelons or what you know, on the on from the back of the truck. Maybe she maybe she was gonna be in the hood. Was was she in the hood with the selling them off the back of the truck or something? I listen, I'm telling you <laughs> I was hoping that you could my, give me my, all my, the answers. My wife, my wife my wife said she was dealing with men because she was trying to sell side chicks. Uh. <laughs> All right, but don't boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't longer. I kind of liked it, but like I said, I thought about you when I was when I was watching it, and you know her her involvement and what she did, and it says um, he had placed hundreds of unsanctioned orders for um then between July 2020 and February 2022. Um. Which comprise of over eleven thousand cases of chicken wings. She said 11, that she was giving them away to. Yeah, she said that she was giving them away to the poor families in her, um, in her neighborhood, because you know they were saying that it was a a chicken wing shortage, a chicken wing shortage, because she was the one that was stealing them. Let um, me ask you something. But, so she, was a, you something. she was a new age Robin Hood. She, she was a she was a she was a new age uh, Robin Hood, steal from the rich and give to the poor. Like it's all over. It's actually all over the news. For so for no, that's, it. no, that, that's crazy. I, I, no, I haven't seen that one. I have not seen that um, story, but I'm definitely going to look it up after we get off the air because that sounds me hilarious. Too. Now, me too. Now I got to know, <laughs> all right, because it, but it seems kind of obvious to me. She's going to jail, right? She, 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 she's going to yeah. be going to jail. She's going to jail, yeah. Oh yeah, she's going to jail. Going matter of fact, what, what, what jail? Purdue? Yeah, like what I mean. <laughs> Come on, they're probably going to get for. A, yeah, right. They 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 they're probably gonna put her ass. They probably gonna make her ass work in the kitchen. They're gonna lock her ass, <laughs> and they're gonna put it. They're gonna put it right in the jailhouse kitchen. No, I don't think so. They're gonna be like, give her any job except for being in the kitchen. No, because you know, we might come, they might end up missing. They're not gonna. Well, she can't sit. Well, she can't steal nothing. She can't steal nothing no more. All hey, she's going to do is get more time. They're going to just give her more time. She starts stealing watch. <laughs> she locked up already. I don't, think, I don't think that would be she's, too smart. She's 66. She's 66. She ain't got that much time to do. So, yeah. That's bad. <laughs> That's bad. Hold on. 
and they try to, you know, that that was that that's what it is. Like I just wanted you to hear about this. And I'm looking at her, and she has a smile on her face, taking her mug shot. Like yes, I sold chicken wings, you know, like like no shame in her mug shot. You know, she's an older looking lady, you know, with a little, you know, she has an afro. Um, okay. She just looks like, hey, I got called. It is what it is. Um, y'all not getting well, your chicken back. Right, well, maybe they'll give well, us some kind of a plea deal. You remember what? that saying? Huh? Ain't, ain't, no, ain't no thing like a chicken wing. Ain't hey, no thing no like thing. a chicken wing. <laughs> ain't no thing like a chicken wing. My God. Yeah, you know, well. And I know I miss the uh, sincere love is chicken. So, you know, I'm just, you know, didn't know well, if you was having a well, shortage I'm... out there. I know in California, California, I paid $22 for a family pack of chicken wings, which you probably get 10 of them, you know, from the market, and it's $22. Um, Damn. And that, that's cheap. Um, and they started they going down. They treating it like oxtails. They treating it like oxtails. Yeah, I remember when oxtails and chicken wings used to be the poor man's food because I ate it all the time growing up. I didn't know that's what it was, but it was the cheapest food. Um, just like drinking... Um, what is that? Sunny Delight. Like, in oh, I, always, I hate it. I hate it, Sunny Delight. I remember when Sunny Delight first came out on the market, you know what I'm saying? I was like, <laughs> this is nasty. Yeah. I drink it. You see how much a case of eggs is now? $8. Well, $5. It depends on, on where you are, too. That actually depends Ooh. on where you are. Um, yeah, food prices, food prices on some food. items are kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Well, that, that means my, you just got to cut know, back and, you know, stop eating certain kind of things for a while and let the price go back down. When people stop, you know, stop buying, you know, stop buying all those eggs, let them stay in the supermarket, and then the price will go back down. <laughs> Are we going to boycott eggs? Yep, boycott the eggs. Okay, did you see their reason why the, the the eggs are so expensive? Well, because they got a uh, well, they say because of the bird flu. Right, and they had to kill something like seven million birds, seven million chickens. Yep. Get the hell out! Seven million? Yeah, they killed what like seven million. What is going on with chickens? It's just the same thing when the beef went up. They said they had to it have the. Uh, what was it? Mad cow disease or whatever it was Mad for meat. eating? Yeah, for eating meat, feeding them meat. Um, the only, I think, the only animal that can eat meat like that that we eat that I know that sincere doesn't eat is pork. Like a pig will eat anything, even even a pig. Yeah, but chickens, cows, they're not supposed to eat. They don't eat flesh. They don't eat their own flesh. And once they get a hold of it. It does something to them, and it and it, you know, they have to kill them. So they could do without they could do without pig. I I never eaten pig in my life, and and I could do without it. So they can do I without mean, pig. You know, I mean, like the older I get, you know, the less food that I eat. You know, uh, you know, if you spend any time around me, people that be around me, they 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 be, you know, they they look at me like I'm crazy. Cause they be like, well, what do you don't eat this, don't eat that, don't eat this, don't eat that. Well, what do you eat? But you know, one of the few things that is left, you know, is uh, is uh, uh, the chicken and fish for me. You know what I mean? 
But the way it's going, it's like, you know, it may only be fish left in a while. <laughs> I, I, just it, I, feel, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. I only eat chicken, turkey, and fish. And um, I stopped eating beef years ago. I've never eaten pork. So it's like, you know, uh, soon enough, how many different styles of chicken can you cook? You know what I'm saying? So it, it gets to be so like. You have to be really, you can be really creative. And I know your wife is really super creative when it comes to, you know, uh, her culinary delights. I know that. Um, so you can find you can find over a hundred different ways to do a chicken, but I'm gonna tell you guys this because I still gotta get you guys to eat some alligator. I know you know, oh, know it's gonna be hard. I've again. seen that. <laughs> I, I've seen that on <laughs> television. iPad. Right. And I've seen I've seen iguana. That? I've seen squirrel. I I've seen this this. No. I've seen this animal that looks like a rat, and it looks like it's the size of a dog, but it looks exactly like a rat. And I forgot the name of it. It is a very popular name. A capybara. In Africa. It's a capybara. They're giant rats. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen them skin it. And 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 the holding the whole thing behind that, where they caught them at, was only uh, shrubbery and what you call it. So that actual animal only consumes like wheat and strawberry and stuff like that. So so grass. So they, they said that that was better because they were eating something that didn't eat nothing but like grass and didn't eat meat, didn't eat any right. any dirt. Or it was just water and, and grass. And I was just like, just seeing it. I seen it in a movie. And I was well, like, you know, what the hell is that? Well, you know, Mr. Roy, most animals don't eat meat. Right. And when you really think about it, you know, when you think about it, when you think about like the size of some of these animals, such as, you know, gorilla or an elephant that eat no meat, that kind of indicates to you that, you know, meat really isn't as necessary as society wants to, or these these meat industries want to make you think. Because you you got a gorilla that'll be 800 pounds, 795 of it is all muscle. (laughs) <laughs> and he don't eat nothing but bark and berries and leaves and twigs and, and shit like that. Not a no yeah, sight. Giraffe, you know, yeah. a giraffe with oh, uh, his 17,000 pounds, elephant, four or five tons, and they don't eat nothing but, you know, grass yeah. and stuff like that. So it's true. It's true. Grass and leaves, it's grass and, leaves and bark. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, do you really even need that meat? Now, is this, is, this you guys, is this you guys' way? Uh, I'm sorry. Is this you guys' way of getting off the alligator subject? Because we went from alligator to Alligators eat meat, though. Alligators eat meat. They eat, they, eat, they do eat meat, but they're still. Yeah, they eat people. They mess around. You get eaten by alligators. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, they do, and they are very. It is a succulent meat. It's just like, it's, you know what, it's, I can say this. Um, the thing about alligator is it doesn't taste like fish. Frog legs taste like fish to me. It tastes like chicken fish. That's what I call it, chicken fish, because it has oh, that combination. My wife likes frog legs. My wife likes I frog legs. I love frog legs. What I don't like is different things. Like I've never eaten possum or squirrel or armadillo. Um, I have eaten snake before. Um it's a 
it's gamey. I can say that. So it's not like bad. Please don't give me any more that I can't deal with the, the taste. I'll be eating um, venison. I've hunted venison. I've eaten bear meat. Um, and sweet I like bear meat. That's what huh? they say. They say it's sweet, sweet like bear meat. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they say. Do I like it? <laughs> Did you ask me if I liked it? Well, do you? No, no. He's is. There's a saying that it, when somebody says, "Boy, that's sweet like bear meat." So it's when sweet. you it's said that, that sweet. triggered this and thing in our head. Yeah, it's very, very sweet. Um, okay. Venison is 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 gamey. Um, I can only eat bear meat in stew, and I've only had it a few times. And this was as, as a little kid, but growing up where I grew up, that's what it was. Um, I I watched a video of this woman eating tarantulas the other day, live tarantulas, where she was sticking the butter in the chili sauce, and it, it was making me mad. Not because she was eating the tarantulas, but they have to eat the tarantulas while they're alive, so I just figured that that was like a form of animal cruelty. Um, but I'm not eating any cockroaches, and I, you know... I can't say what I won't eat when we when we run out of food, but right now while I have a choice, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. Um, um, it's just this. We were back on this lady with this uh the chicken wing thing, and we got on this subject, which is good. We always change subjects back and forth, but they have her whole. She has no other record prior to this. And her stealing the chicken wings happened during when Corona, when when the uh, COVID first came out, and the kids were doing school, they were doing virtual class, so they weren't in school. Okay. So, but they so they weren't going to get the food anyway. No, they were allowed to come to school and eat breakfast and lunch because parents okay. couldn't afford to, you know, to feed the kids, so they kept the lunch program open. But. But where she messed up is that she went over $300,000 in the budget, and she was only half the way through the school year in 2022, and that's how she got caught. So other than that, they, she could have kept this, kept this going. But her bank accounts are empty. She didn't have any money in the bank. Um, the It says that the neighborhood got together. And a, a man that's been knowing her for over 30 years put his house up um, for collateral to bail her out, and they have a GoFundMe raised. So I think that she probably was um, giving this food out to the people in her in her neighborhood. Uh-huh. Um, unless she has another bank account somewhere, or she just has cash stash somewhere. Okay. Well, um, well, they're not saying where the where the chicken wings were being diverted to, but they were never delivered to the school. They're never delivered to the school. Well, somebody got somebody got them chicken wings. They had a good time. The Super Bowl is coming up next week, so if you need some extra chicken wings, you might want to hit up Homegirl <laughs> see if she still got some left in the freezer in the back no, place. You know what I'm saying? She might. So who are you going with on the, on the Super Bowl? On the Super Bowl, who uh, are you guys going with? Who you going playing any damn way? Ain't none of my teams nobody, playing this year. Nobody, nobody important. And you know what you need to talk about next? I know you're running over right now. You need to talk mm. about these GoFundMe accounts that people are are setting up to go to Beyonce's concert because her tickets are anywhere between twelve hundred and three thousand dollars per ticket. 
You know, I saw that. Yeah, we are running over time before we get ready to get on out of here, having such a real good time on the air. You know what I'm saying? That we're running over time. But I saw a report on that, and that's crazy that she would even, if it's true, all right? Some people say that maybe it that's is, not even true. true. It is all true. All right, well, well, if it's true, then that's crazy that she would even have the nerve to make tickets prices like that. You know, in light of what people are going through uh, in terms of the economy right now, and even the fact that you're just going to go out on the road and put on a show, all right, and turn around and charge 1400 And that's not even for, you know, some uh, uh, front row seat. We're talking about if you no, want to be. No, it's not. No, we're not. We're talking about if you want to be like somewhere just in the buildings, like somewhere near the back, in the middle, someplace then, going the- toward the back. The That's reason crazy. that I know it's true is because I have a close I have a close friend, and he is like one of the queen bees. You know, he just he's been in love with her for forever. But he actually told me that he was taking out a loan, and I was like, "What are you taking out a loan for?" He was like, "To go to Beyonce concert." I said, "Are you going to Dubai?" And he was like, "No, when she comes back to the states." And I was just like, "Well, why do you have to take a loan out?" And then he showed me the ticket prices. And I was like, wow, they were just like, is Ticketmaster going to be able to handle the amount of tickets that's being sold? Because when they did it, you remember when Ticketmaster crashed, when, um, what's the white girl's name? This just happened a few months ago. People were buying tickets from Ticketmaster, but they couldn't cover the amount of tickets. So people, they didn't get their tickets, but they still took their money. I forget her name. Taylor Swift? Yeah. So they were talking about that, but they were saying that Taylor Swift's tickets were nowhere near close to what Beyonce is charging. And I'm thinking because for for her to do the concerts in in Dubai, it was uh, she, I think she got like 24 million, 27 million dollars, yeah, um, to perform out there, and then to to turn around like you said and charge this much for a ticket. Now I am looking right here, and it says that you can get some 800 dollar tickets. Um. <laughs> you can't get some eight hundred dollars tickets for eight hundred dollars. For eight hundred dollars, you get for eight hundred dollars, you get to stand up. You get to stand up in the back. You get to stand up for eight hundred dollars. Listen, listen, listen. In the back, you get to stand in the back. For 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 a hundred dollars, I'll get my wife to get a Beyonce wig, and and we'll hey. put on the the. We we would get we would get ready to be Kelly Rowland or whatever, and we would do some um what is that called a karaoke <laughs> and and try to make as no, much look, money as you can. That's 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 sad. For twenty five dollars for twenty no for twenty five dollars I'm coming out there to watch your wife be Beyonce. So you done got you know what I'm saying? That is sad, y'all. That 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 that's sad. That's sad. Especially with the love that she gets, you know. I, that's what I'm saying. I remember when they used to have free concerts in uh, was it Brooklyn? And it, you know, um, and and they yep. used to have uh, Wingate. concerts out in Brooklyn. Yeah, at Wingate. You know what I'm saying? He's exactly. at concerts. Exactly. He's at concerts at um at uh, Roy Wilkins. Wingate Park. Yeah, in Roy Wilkins Park. Yes. And 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 let me tell you, it get packed out there. It get packed. I was on the stage with Taurus Riley, and I looked out into the crowd, and I want to tell you, I, I swear to God, it had to be about five, ten thousand 10,000 people out in the crowd. I was just I like, mean, 
And it, it's and, incredible. And Roy Wilkins used to bring out crazy headliners every year. They had R. Kelly out there one year. They had Babyface out there one year. They used to bring out really, really big names. You know what I'm saying? For free shows in the park. Yeah. Big Wouldn't it be big park names? Wingate uh-huh. Park, too. Mm-hmm. Would it be big names? Okay, and this is in Inglewood, California. So I just I just brought this up in Inglewood, California, and you're in the nosebleed seats, um, 523. These tickets are on sale. So this is way up at the top. These tickets start at 850. Wow. And then to be on the, to be in the yeah to be in the mezzanine, you're looking at anywhere from it starts at twenty seven hundred, and it goes all the way. Now I'm in the five thousand oh twelve thousand dollars. Twelve thousand dollars. Twelve thousand dollars. To see her perform the same song. Listen, section C, a one two nine row eight, twelve thousand two hundred and thirty one dollars. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and this is each. This is not for two tickets. This is one ticket. And this is how close is that to the stage? Like, how close is that to the stage? That's, like, um, way in the back somewhere? No, I'm looking right now. So it's like you're sitting, like, you have floor seats. Like, you're right there in front of the stage. You're okay. not in the one, two, three seats, but it's the stage. And you're not even in front of her. You're like, and how much is those seats? You're like, and how much is those, those seats? Those are $12,000. $12,000. $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12, $12
spend, you're talking about $16,000 and $20,000 for a ticket, all right, to sit in an arena and, and watch us sing these songs? Like, nah, 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 nah. nah. And then, you know, no. and then, you know, and then there's always, see, I don't, you know, I stopped watching award shows like years ago. But every time I hear some kind of report and, and you know, uh, certain kind of things go on at these award shows and, you know, the things they do in these performances and some of the imagery and, and, and some of the things that, you know, they put forth, you know, to their audience is, is not something that I necessarily want to subject myself to. Some of it does not, you know, some of the energies that are released do not bode well. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah. yeah, that's all I really, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's all I really say about that. I, I agree with you. I don't. I don't watch them. Like if it's somebody that hasn't performed in a long time and they're old school, I will watch them. I, and my favorite thing used to be the Soul Train Musical Award. Um, I haven't even watched that in but, years. I haven't even watched that in years. Yeah, because of the content of them, it doesn't mean the same. When you get, when you what was that? That where Carly B and who else was that performed? Megan. Carly B and I think. Megan. Meg the Stallion. I think it was a disgrace what they did at yes, the Emmy. Yes, yes, so it was, yes, it was, it yes. Just, it was just took something well, that they, was passing their mind. You, they don't, they don't give black people a chance there, you know. But you, you're gonna take that, and that was the performance and the performance that you decided to put on the stage. Now it's your first year as a black man actually being that person that um that actually was in charge of this of this particular show. They put you in charge, and this is who you decided to um, use as the, uh, what did they call them, the showcase. Right. This is, this is, who, this is who you decided to, to use. So, of, of course, it's putting us in, in this light again where we're just a bunch of, you know, untalented holes, and we can't do anything else but be naked. You know, that's all we can do is be naked and sing about, you know, or talk about it's nothing but sex and violence. Uh, instead of going, you know what, I'm going to find somebody, you know, classy who can go up here and represent us like we needed to be represented. But, you no, know, but, this is who they chose. To. You know, but unfortunately, you know, too many of us, whether, you know, whether it's, you know, a female artist that's, you know, real loose with it or whether it's a male artist that's, you know, not putting out, you know, positive imagery that wants to, you know, put out thug-like type imagery, there's always, unfortunately, somebody that'll get up there and do it for the bad. You know what I mean? There's no integrity whatsoever. You know, there's no, you know what? We're not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, they can always find somebody that's more than happy to do. You know what I'm saying? To put out the negative stereotype, you know, to you know, to put out the to put out the caricature, you know, and to make the the body of people, the race of people as a whole look bad, you know, in the pursuit, once again, of the bad. They don't care. You know, so that's what that's what we have. We have we have an entire you know, body, you, you, you have an entire uh, uh, group of people, you know what I'm saying, black folks, who have sold themselves out. We've sold ourselves out. And it's crazy that you'd be even able to do such a thing. You know, people always talk yeah, about it. But we've, we've sold ourselves out. 
uh, to yeah. uh, because of you know we wanted to have a few you know a few coins. Nothing more. No, I'm, okay. Look, I'm I'm okay. My integrity is 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 not for sale. Um, I just I can't I can't see that. Um, I can't I can't see it. Like we were talking about you know me touring and all of that everything. I can't. I'm not for sale like that. I can't see it happening for me. You know I don't care how you know. That's what we were talking about, not even dealing with uh, record labels at all. Because you have to, I guess, sell your soul for record labels or do it. Once you sign with the label, the label is in charge of you. The labels tell you what to what to wear, what to say, you know. They they tell you everything. But I don't I don't know. It's just it's, everything you said is true. I just I just hate it. I hate it for us. And until we, yeah. you know, yeah, and, everything and, is so temporary. Yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't. Yeah, but unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be any real end in sight. You know, you have just this, this, this disconnect. You know, across the community. You know, across the black community, you just have this, 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 this disconnect in what needs to be done because nobody wants to nobody wants to have any kind of break nobody wants to have any kind of organization nobody wants to be told uh, what to do everybody or autonomous or, or autonomous excuse me everybody's their own person you know and we we we've gone so far away from having any type of you know any type of shame you know, the loss of shame and the loss of discipline. You know, my mother used to say that you can be free until you're a fool. And I've never really you heard anybody. You can be free until what? You can be free until you're a fool. Oh, okay. And, and oh. what she meant by that is that, you know, freedom or, you know, liberty, the ability to go and do and, and, and to be as you please is a great thing. But if you don't have discipline, you're going to run amok. There's going to be chaos. All right? You're going you're gonna to engage your freedom or your ability to have these privileges. Or I'm an adult. I'm grown. I, I could do that. And without any kind of discipline or any kind of thing that's going to prevent you from taking it too far from doing what it is that you know that you shouldn't do, you're going to end up being a fool. You're going to engage yourself in your life as a fool because you're not going to have any discipline. It's just going to be pure chaos. Well, that's deep. A lot of people act like they don't have no home training. Whether you have home training or not, you know what's right from wrong, even just by watching television. You you know right. you 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 know, you know. Uh, but you know, you know right from wrong. You know, you know that's and, why. And that's why a lot of stuff you do it on the sneak tip because <laughs> you don't want because you know you ain't supposed to be doing that shit. <laughs> right, you know. So then, then that that's that's when the YOLO. You only live once, so I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do, and however, and it is what it is, and it, it changes the narrative. So that's why 
the things that wasn't accepted on television back in the days. Well, if I'm the first one to 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 uh to perform WAP on TV now, I'm going to do the WAP so they can see that I have a wet ass. But I'm like, you know, if they just it's it's you know, let, I'm on now. I'm allowed to be on stage with my pants all the way down, sagging, and no shirt on, and showing all my tattoos. Those things wasn't allowed back in the earlier days and it was more conservative when it was award shows people came there dressed in the nines they came there you know even rappers came in suits they didn't come there in their leisure wear and then when they did you know just little whispers little whispers would go on but then some of them would be like i'm first i'm the first to get this done so i'm in history book as being the first to 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 be on my own doing whatever i felt like i wanted to do that's how they that's how they take it you think they see it as being rebellious or you think think they're doing it like sincere said you're free until you're a fool the, the, the rebellion because of the fact that it was told to them that they couldn't do it from back in the days you know you ain't supposed to do that you ain't supposed to go here go here go something here go something that i've seen on television and i've seen in real life i go into somebody's house i take my hat off if I go into a church, I take my hat off. I watch it on television. I watch people in real life coming coming to somebody's house and sit at the dinner table with your hat on. That wasn't wow. allowed when I was coming up. That wasn't allowed right. when I was coming up. Right. That yeah. would be, sit at the dinner be, table. Was, you didn't you didn't wear the hat in the house. That's right. Wear the hat in the house. That's right. about the so when table, I see, when I see that that's the way it is now, <laughs> the chiv- the is is not completely dead, but it's 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 uh it's it's being weaned. It's being weaned. Chivalry is chivalry is dead, but not for those of us who are this age. And and I have to say, I know a handful of men who are in their thirties, and I'm and I'm raising one who still believe in chivalry because this is how his father and myself and his grandfather, um, this is how we raised him. So no matter what, right. he, I've seen him play with his friends, you know, like know you. coming to, to my home, you know, and, and my son is in the life. So if he's pulling up to my house and he has his hat on, when he gets out of his car, my son takes his hat off and throws it inside of the car. I, oh, I know he can do that since he was 18 years old, you know, um, because he always knew what we stood for. And his friends would be like, what you doing? And he, right. and all I could hear is, MF, don't go to my, you know, and they'd be like, dude, we didn't know. Well, I, why, you don't have a mama? Yeah, but our mom never, well, you know my mom. And so you know my mom, what my mom says for, you know. But even to this day, it doesn't matter where he is or what he's doing. Like, he will still, you know, I, I remember he had he was at this restaurant and he was with one of his one of his girls. I can say that because he, you know he they have they do their thing, but he was getting into an argument with a female there that was a cousin of one of his girlfriends. Let me put it like that. And he was there with another girl. And so he says, "Hold on a minute." And she goes, "What are you doing?" He says, "I'm calling my mother because I don't disrespect women, so hold on." And she knew who I was, but right away, when we end up at the situation, you know, she's like, Miss Mona, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that this was your son. I said, well, what is the issue? And she was like, well, this, this, this. And I said, well, first of all, it's none of your business. And second of all, I'm your huckleberry because he doesn't disrespect 
you know, he doesn't disrespect women, so what are we going to do? He says, nothing. And she apologized to him right there. But to this day, now this was years ago, to this day, he'll still say, he never cursed at me. He never raised his voice. He was real calm. I should have knew that that was your son. You know, and, and he was in his 30s, you know, a grown man. You know, and as a female, she figured that she was going to check him and he was going to, you know, bunk up at her and she was going to be able to call her dude or whatever. You know, but basically she said, I should have known that that was your son because he, he didn't curse at me. He didn't even raise his voice. He didn't do anything. I said, I taught him never to disrespect a woman, no matter where, you know, not to get beat up by one either. He don't have to hit her, but he can run into her real fast. <laughs> You know, and stop her from you know from from hurting him. But you know, with with the younger generation, it's just it's scary. You know, you know, it's I scary. Think... And, and both of you guys, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I thought you were finished. I, I was saying that both of you guys are are on the point. You know, you you making all the sense in the world. And even giving me some things to think about because I never even thought about it the way that Mr. Raw said it. Like you're being the first one to be able to do this, of course you're gonna do it. You know, you're gonna because you're you're going down in history of being the first one to do this. But but wow, I mean, what is the point? What, you know, what what thing? You know, where do you get? Why is this so? You know, that's the, the because because you're going down in history. Like, is that the fame? Is that what you're looking for? To have your name out there, to be known as this person who did this? Yeah, I guess I guess that's what, you know, people are willing to accept as fame now. That's what, if that's what they're going to attach their name to, that's what causes them to go viral. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we see some of the craziest things nowadays on, on, on YouTube or on social media or the things that people say on, on their podcasts or their radio shows in order to get attention, in order for it to be just just so over the top that, you know, everybody starts to talk about it, or did you hear what so-and-so says, or she said that, you know, she's already slept with over 500 men, or so-and-so and so-and-so. And that's what, that's you know... Huh? That's just gross. It is, but, I mean, that's what people are willing to do. That's what they're willing to say. So no matter how sort of degrading or, you know, low-brow that it is, they'll say it in order to get the attention that, that comes with it so they, they can make a couple of dollars off of it. And Do you know how proud, that, how proud I am? How proud I am that I can still count on one hand how many people that I have actually shared myself with and I still have some fingers left over? That's something that I would celebrate. Nowadays, it's the total opposite. Nowadays, it's the total opposite. Um, You know, they're, you know, like it seems like the higher the number, the more proud some people are. You know, if you, you know, don't have a high number, then, you know, you're corny and you're lame and, you know, you haven't really lived life and, you know, everything else. So everything is upside down and back. You know, everything is upside down and backwards. You know, I just believe me, it's not that I'm advo- I'm I'm just stating the position. I'm not advocating it. You know, um, that that's just the that's just the mindset and the outlook that a lot of people have nowadays, and that's what's become accepted. You know, it's like I said, it's in the 
removal of any discipline, the removal of any any type of shame. There's no embarrassment. It's an anything goes society that we live in. And the further that it goes, the more uh, the more degraded it's going to become. You know what I'm saying? The more coarse and 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 the more callous everybody is going to become. And you're not going to have you know you're going to have smaller and smaller groups of people that are going to just be together and just, you know, support and band with one another and everybody else will just have to be on the outside because people just have no, there's, there's, there's no real community sense of, you know, this is our culture, this is our lifestyle, this is the, the direction that we're going in as a community or even as a family these days. You know, that's how broken that it is, you know. But I really yeah, enjoy talking to y'all like I, you know, like oh, I always yeah, do. I enjoy talking you know. to y'all, you know, but yeah, um, I, I, can, I can do this for the rest of the night. <laughs> but I know I got to let y'all go for the rest of the night. <laughs> but I know yeah, I got to let y'all I, go. I actually, I actually have to go. I, you guys already know I always appreciate your after-hour shows. Getting, you know, talking to you guys. I miss the conversations that we have because they always come. They're always great, and I always learn something new with you guys. I miss you guys. I really do. Um, so, I know, what time is it where you are, um, Mr. Rock? It's about, oh, it's 8.35 right now. So, we've been on the air 35 minutes after after uh, after hours. So, uh, thank you all so much. No, we'll saying, be back what in time is it? What, what, for Mr. Raleigh, what time is it? 8.36. Me and Cynthia at the oh, same time. Oh, you guys are on the same time. Oh, okay. 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 So, you know, I'm only at 5.30. But I do have... Yeah, I know. I know. You still got the light outside. It's still looking good out there. You still can see the chicken. Hello. <laughs> actually, I, actually, I can't because we on daylight savings time, so I really can't see anything except for my grandkids coming here looking at me like I've lost my mind. With empty, They have empty bowls. Okay, well, you so, better go take care of the babies then. Yeah, take I'm care of them now. I definitely will. I will talk to All you right. guys again. Enjoy the show like always. All right, you take care now. Mr. Raw, I'll talk to you in a minute. All right, y'all be safe. All right, peace. Peace.